sound coming through the headphones, though. <laughs> no, no, someone just said even your life. Sorry guys, one sec, one sec. Just working out some technical difficulties. Oh, they can they can hear us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but the, the music isn't working. Oh the music, okay. Everyone's confused. We're having uh, some technical difficulties, people. Bear with us uh, for a few moments while we work out the kinks. <laughs> Brent is di di diligently exploring all options. That's right. Yo, beautiful people, it's Wednesday the 1st of February. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture. As defined by the culture, of course. We are hosted by the best. Please, everyone, introduce yourselves. They call me you, man. Pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst. And, of course, the melanin is jam-packed. It's boy, big man, use. As it's only us two today, I'll, I'll do the full intro today. <laughs> All right. The Oracle... Mm. The voice of reason. That's right. Mr. Rotations. Big man use. It's my turn today. <laughs> it's my turn today. Monday, it was Gina and Eman. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, Margs and Eman. Wednesday, use and Eman. What, what's, what's up this week? Is it? I don't know, man. I just, I just hope tomorrow it's not just Brent and Eman. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like one on one sessions this week. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. But um, how's, how's everyone doing? It's my first time leading the show today. Mm. And to give you guys some energy, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, how's everyone doing? Brent, how are you doing? Transfer deadline day. Yeah, are we getting, yes. are we getting into that now? Yeah, man. Are we waiting? Let's, let's do it. Yeah, let's man. Let's yeah, go. man. I thought you'd never ask. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all right. Obviously, you know what it is? You know what it is, yeah? We didn't, we didn't get our, our main targets, mm. yeah? We didn't get our main targets, but I felt like, even with that being said, I felt like we came out of it, you know, in, in good stead, in, in good keep, right? Hundred percent. Let's 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 backtrack a bit. So, Mudrich, mm. we, we know the story of Mudrich. We, we need mm. to go into that again. Cool. Trossard, we've seen what you can do. Mm. We've seen what you can do in it. So for me, even though we didn't get our main target, a young prospect with a high ceiling, mm -hmm. we got someone who is prem ready, mm -hmm. good age, mm -hmm. experience, mm -hmm. 
competent, mm-hmm. light on his feet, mm-hmm. can move the ball, mm-hmm. can shoot, mm-hmm. can pass. Give mm-hmm. me, give me Kozola mm-hmm. vibes. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm happy with Trossard. Good. All right. Kavoyak, what's his name? The defender guy. Kivio. Kivio. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language, That's my right. Polish, Polish friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't know much about him, so I'm not going to pretend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but listen, I trust Mikel Arteta in it. So, and I do believe that he's a versatile player. He can play left centre back and DM. Mm-hmm. So we've got some cover there, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Now onto the events of the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we were chasing a young fella called Moises Casado. Casado, yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Putting the first bid rejected, second bid rejected. Mm-hmm. I personally feel like they should just slap the money down. I feel like I feel like I feel like 80 mil will have got it done. Really? But Arsenal, they have their um you know, their budget that they don't like to exceed, they don't yeah. like to get Always. fleeced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't want to get, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, held to ransom. Yeah, yeah. I disagree though. As I in, disagree that they were willing to pay whatever Brighton told them. Okay. They said they're not selling. That was their final. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, so yeah. Brighton okay. said we're not selling. One hundred percent, not selling so, whatsoever. So even if Arsenal said hundred million, this is, this is it. I believe that they were ready to basically do whatever it is that they needed to get that that guy in. But they said, "I am not selling." You think so? Yes. They would have yes. kept him for hundred mil. No. Sorry. The reports were. No, the reports were. Kept who? They would have kept him. As in, they wouldn't have sold him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, mm. they didn't test the last bid because yeah. they said, doesn't matter what money you send, yeah. we are not accepting the money. Oh. We are keeping him. I thought that they were asking for no, they 80, didn't put, they 80 didn't, to 90. That's, no, 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 no. Speculation. People would, yes, people were speculating. Oh, that'll, that'll get it done. Yeah, that'll yeah. get it done. But yeah. Brighton said, under no circumstances are we selling him. Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so I was hearing other rumors about other, you know, yep. targets. Um, Onana from mm-hmm. Everton, but apparently, you know, Everton didn't want to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was I hearing about? Um, I even heard about our old friend, um, William Cavallio. Remember William Cavallio? People were doing a whole set of, <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to, to the yeah. history. But, no, no. Um, but in the end, um, we got a player that we've been linked with mm-hmm. for the past couple of years. I know Arteta likes him, mm-hmm. and I've known this for a while. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. And we got old uh, Jorginho mm-hmm. from Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I believe that's Arsenal's first ever Italian player, by the way. Okay. I think, I think. I've been, I've been an Arsenal fan for a long time. I don't remember no Italians coming through them, mm. them doors, right? Um, you know what it is? When you're chasing a 21-year-old, yeah, who is super talented and is a signing for the future, and then your second choice or the person you end up with is a 31-year-old, it can feel a bit underwhelming, yeah. right? It can feel a bit underwhelming. And I can, I can admit, when I first heard the links, I thought, mm-hmm. this is typical Arsenal, man. Not getting the job done mm-hmm. and then going for, you know, essentially, a, I guess, a panic buy or mm-hmm. just something to fill in the gap in it. Mm-hmm. But when I really deep it, right? One, I trust Arteta mm-hmm. now more so than, than I ever have, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's one. Two, I know he likes Jorginho a lot, mm-hmm. yeah? Three, Jorginho is experienced. Yeah. Right, he's 31 years old. He is a winner. Mm-hmm. Remember, he came second in Ballon d'Or. He won um, FIFA Player of the Year, Champions League, Europa League, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. He's a winner, right? Experience, he knows the Prem. He's been playing in the Prem for years, mm-hmm. all right? And he's not coming in to, you know, take anyone's position. He's on the bench. He's a squad player, right? So, you know what I mean? And also, unlike Willian, mm-hmm. Willian, mm-hmm. unlike Willian, we didn't give him a three-year deal. Mm-hmm. We gave him a nice 18-month contract, mm-hmm. 10 mil, two, 
two mil add-ons. Mm-hmm. I guess in the add-ons is if you win the prem. Mm-hmm. So we win the prem and we give Chelsea two million. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm 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 cool with it. I'm not over the moon. I'm not I'm not I'm not jumping up for joy. Mm. But I'm cool with it. Mm. I reckon I reckon he could do a job. And remember, this is a this is this is this is this isn't Willian mm-hmm. coming into a struggling Arsenal team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? This is Jorginho coming mm. into a strong Arsenal team. This mm. is good cover for party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good cover for yeah, party. As yeah. opposed to, was it, um, Sammy? Which he has now gone to yes. Crystal Palace. Yes, 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 yes. So, I'm cool with it. I do think we're a bit short though because obviously mm. we'll talk about what else happened. So, mm-hmm. Lukonga, after having a bit of a, you know, a weird game mm-hmm. against, um, who was it against? Uh, last team he played. Um, it was Man City, no? Man City, yes. Yeah. When he was just daydreaming for yeah. Ake's goal, right? Walked off the, walked off the pitch yeah. without clapping the fans and that. He's gone on loan to Palace. Mm. I like that, you know, for That'd him. That'd be you know? good for him. I like that for him. 100%. For some reason, this is just, even just the optics of yeah. him playing under Vieira, yeah. playing with all those young black boys. Yeah, yeah come back stronger. He feels like yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, he'll yeah. do well there. I feel yeah. like he'll flourish there. Yeah. So I'm happy for him. But I feel like we've been left short a bit though, because okay. we've got, and then he's out. injured for the season, basically. Yeah, yeah. He's gone. Yeah. So that leaves us with Jorginho, yeah, yeah. Partey, yeah. and Xhaka. Yeah. Hopefully, Smith-Rowe comes back strong. Uh-huh. So I'm guessing Smith-Rowe, Vieira, uh-huh. obviously Zinchenko can fill in. Yeah, so yeah. even though this is it, Zinchenko even though, even though we're short, right we're not really short yeah. because we've got players who can play yeah, more yeah, positions. Yeah. So I think I think we're good. Um, and I'm intrigued to see what, what Arteta does with yeah. uh, with Mr. Jorginho, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Um, I think it's good, you know. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, Things considering, yeah. Chelsea. Uh, Arturo uh, Lupolo. Lupolo? Who's that? Lupolo. He played one um, game for the first team. When? In 93? Um, <laughs> Who's that guy? Uh, 2005 to 2007. Maybe. I have. I ain't got the foggiest who that is. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. There needs to be a study, yeah? A dissertation into what Chelsea have done. Also, this transfer window... Felt like summer. This didn't feel like no January transfer window. Am I lying? Because of the splashing. Fam, you, know how much, you know how much money was spent in the Premier League? Just imagine what Chelsea was doing eight, in summer though. 800 million. No, Chelsea having a clear up. You don't think they have the clear up? 100%. They've got too many players. They're, they're stockpiling players. Mm. They signed about eight players in mm. January transfer window. Mm. Can you imagine? Mm. They just signed Enzo Fernandez last night. Mm. But they've got around the FFP rules, isn't it? By spreading out the. No, they contract. gave him an 8.5 mm. year mm. contract. Mm. That's insane. Mm. But you know what it is. I don't like Chelsea right now. I'm not, and it's not even me hating. Yeah, it's because of uh, Modric. No, it's not because Modric. No. One, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in in um, Graham Potter. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't feel like he can handle all those players. I don't I, think he can handle all the personalities. I don't even think that he's behind all of this. To be honest, no, I don't think he is. I think it's Todd for sure. Yeah. Maybe I'm not giving Graham credit, but I just feel like he's not the man to manage all these big, all these. Okay. Talented, big yeah. players. Yeah, like this is a massive squad to manage, you know. Like he's he's got a whole heap of new players. Now he has to sort out all the old old lot. Yeah. So what's gonna happen in the summer? You got Sterling still there. Yeah. Pulisic shit still there. Yeah. Ziyech was supposed to leave yeah. yesterday, yeah. but the yeah. the deal got um, apparently it was self sabotage. Yeah. They sent through <laughs> documentation wrong three different times. Okay. Yeah. They still got Ziyech there. Yeah. They still got Havertz there. They still got Abamyang there. Yeah. Kante, yeah. Kovacic, yeah. Reese James, yeah. Loft, still there. Loftus Cheek. Yeah. Mount. Yeah. These are just the old players I mentioned. I'm not mentioning any new players. These are all the old players. What's going on? The team is mad. I think they're going for like a Galacticos type of thing. 
like a Real Madrid type of... Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah but these players are not Galacticos, though. No, 100%, 100%. But <clears throat> I'm interested to see interested to see how it is he he, he gets um, in and and looks to make them work because he needs time with them. Yeah. I, I do believe he's a good coach, but he's never been a coach who been, who's been um, um, looking after all these big names, yeah, big personalities. Yeah. And that, that's an interesting yeah. thing to basically... Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like he's in over his head. But I could be wrong. I could be judging him based on his. He could take this challenge on with a plum. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I think I'm judging him based on his um, his demeanor, his, his, his aura. <laughs> he kind of looks like Gareth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying he's not a good coach, but I just feel like outside of the football side of things, in terms of managing personalities, yeah, he's not being a leader, being someone's going to put people in check and put yeah. in their place. He just look. He he reminds yeah. you of just a you know regular 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 yeah, guy, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Something. Man United. Ericsson got injured, so they signed. I'm not going to lie, I can't put, what's his name here? Something, yeah. Something. It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit so, right? He's, 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 a, he's a baller. I haven't watched he's, the YouTube videos, but I heard he's very good. I know of him, but I can't pretend yeah. like I watch Bundesliga because okay. I don't. Um, but he's got a shot on him. Okay. There's a lot yeah. of his, um, his goal compilations going around okay. yesterday, and yeah, he's okay. he, he scored some screamers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. he's got some screamers still. Um, Marquinhos is gone to Norwich. Yeah, yeah. I really like Marquinhos, good, you know. Which is good. I like him a lot. He needs um, some time. Yeah, he's gone championship, so hopefully he flourishes there. Mm-hmm. Cedric's gone to Fulham mm-hmm. on loan. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Good for him as well. And what else happened with Arsenal? That's about it, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, what's happened around the Prem? Forrest got um, Baldy from Newcastle. What's his name? Um, what's his name from Forrest. Newcastle, man? Newcastle. The Bold- oh! No, I don't know. You know his name. What's the yeah. guy from Newcastle? The bold one, man. Oh, John Joe. John Joe. Uh, oh, Shelby. Shelby. Yeah, they got the Shelby. Well, the one who looks like a like a racist from Antarctica. Yeah, 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 he's a proper proper. He's not a skinhead, but he's a skinhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's bold as hell. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony Gordon, I think, went to Newcastle from Everton. Yeah, from Everton, forty million that was. Um, I think it was an exciting window. It was exciting. Yeah. It was exciting, and yeah. it, it felt long as well. It did. Because this January was long. This January had six yeah. weeks, kind of, technically. Yeah. Right? Um, it, was, it was exciting. It was exciting. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> if, you, if you look at the calendar, if you look at the calendar, it's the first day was was, yeah, yeah. was Saturday. <laughs> but that's, it's the same that, that's, that's the first line. <laughs> then you've got one, no, sorry, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's five. Then you got this week yeah. was... Um, Monday, Tuesday. So if you look at the calendar, yeah, yeah, there's six yeah. different lines yeah, or five yeah. different lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited, man. 19 games to go. I'm excited for the summer for Arsenal, though. Apparently, we're going to go in for Caicedo and Rice. That's, I'm that's excited for the summer for Arsenal. Yeah. Because we still want to replace that Madrid signing. Yeah. yeah. We still want to replace or get in the or replacement for Xhaka, mm. a, a proper long-term replacement for party. Yeah, I'm excited for the summer mm. and that right back from um, not right. Back. Oh, yeah, even for his, for yeah, his right neighbor. back and and uh, that guy that Zoo Zubi Mida Zubimendi from Real, yeah. But then if it is that we get him, we're not going to be getting rice and yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think uh, okay. I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not, I'm not believing the rumors that we're going to go in for rice and casado. I'm just going to mm. see what happens to be fair. I feel like that's a lot, right? I feel like I've fed into if you think about it. We fell into all the rumors. I'm not saying the rumors weren't weren't true because we did go in for Modric and and Felix and Casado, but we didn't get any of them. Like we didn't get any of our top targets. Would you say that was that was inept on on Arsenal's part? Do you, do you feel like do you feel like we're showing that 
Because the narrative is Edu can't get big deals done. Okay, the only one I felt they should have pushed the boot out for was Modric. Yeah. Right? And I think they learned the lesson from that and mm. they said, we're not going to do the same thing with Caicedo. So that's yeah. why it is that they were looking to make a more considered effort to get him. Yeah. But he's really flipping Mr. Boat there. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. And I swear I'm going to basically rue watching Chelsea and Modric basically oh, turn into one of the best players in Premier League. He's going to cook. He's going to cook. Yeah. Out of the three, I feel like I'm not really annoyed about Jao Felix because I felt like no. the money that um, Athletic were asking for for a loan mm. was ridiculous. Mm. So you can fuck off with that. Mm. Modric, I'm annoyed about mm. because I wanted him. That's an Arsenal player. He wanted to come to Arsenal. He made yeah. it publicly known that he wanted to come to Arsenal. He didn't. And I'm more annoyed because the discrepancy in regards to the fees wasn't that much. So Arsenal could have if they really wanted Apparently to. Apparently it was his salary. They paid double the salary. Yeah. So that, okay. that's a bit different. Okay. I don't think we would have cared about the, the transfer fees because it was five. Yeah, five. but apparently it was Arsenal's add-on clauses yeah, yeah, were, unrealistic, were unrealistic. <laughs> and Chelsea were realistic. I think they had that Ballon d'Or clause in there, all types of rubbish. Um, so I may not know about Modric, but yeah. getting Trossard softens the blow a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Casado thing, I'm annoyed again because he he basically said, I want to leave. He, like He did a... He, he, what he did, he shouldn't have done. Yeah, I think he ruined he it. Badly advised. He, he pissed off Brighton by doing that. Badly advised. I think if he didn't do that, it would have went a bit smoother. Yeah, smoother. Because yeah. remember, Arsenal got a good relationship with Brighton. Yeah. We've got Ben White, we've yeah. got Trussard. So uh, we've, we've yeah, got yeah, connections yeah, there, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like people say, oh, he's advisors. Remember, he switched agents. <laughs> he's advisors. Man was like, yeah, I'm, I'm one of I'm one of 10 kids. Like, man was doing sub story on Instagram. This ain't the way to to, put, to, to do it, man. Like, So I think he ruined it for himself and his advisor ruined it for, ruined it for us. Um, so I'm annoyed about that, and I can't say, oh yeah, Jorginho is, um, in my eyes, you know, su- a sufficient um, yeah, yeah, yeah. understudy for him yeah. or replacement. But again, Jorginho's short term. Yeah, he's better than Sami Lukonga. Yeah, I feel for Lukonga though, because he isn't a DM. Yeah, you're right. He's not a DM. <coughs> yeah, yeah. But he should be playing in the, in the jackal. But even, but even so, not being a DM, you still have you, you still have defensive yeah. responsibilities, and yeah. you see that goal that he scored. You see, yeah. I know what he was doing. He was, I think, he was looking at someone was was coming in the box. He was. Jockeying them, yeah, but yeah, yeah. still, go to, go to the man. Yeah, he needs to wake up. Wake up, bro. Yeah, he needs to wake up. And then he's soaking. But you know what it is? People say, you know that clip of um, Eddie and him? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, in the... On... The uh, Amazon. Um, Amazon, yeah. all or nothing. People are saying that clip <laughs> has has given the public a negative perception of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he seems like he's soaking, he's crying, he's yeah, not playing. Yeah. And Eddie's like, well, get your head yeah, out of the clouds, yeah. man. <laughs> Fucking fix up kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, Fiero uh, will have the time for him, but not have the time for him. Yeah, I don't think Arteta will accept anything other than do exactly what it is I say. So yeah. it'll be good for him to come up under that particular tutelage. Yeah, and have all those black players around him. Yeah, um, and they're a very good team. Yeah, they're so what, what they now tenth or eleventh in the league. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But yeah, man, I'm excited for the rest of the season. Nineteen yeah, games to go. Oh, we're still on top, you know. We're out. Yeah, we're out <laughs> of FA Cup. I wasn't here. I wasn't here for FA Cup talk, but we're out of FA Cup. So Mar- Margs wasn't here either. I wasn't here either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the FA Cup, yeah. but I can say this though. Obviously, Man City they fielded their their basically their first yeah, team yeah. squad. Yeah, that was yeah. the first team. We had six changes, yeah. and even with six changes, we put up a good fight, right? Yeah, yeah. That match showed me that the gap between Arsenal and Man City yeah, yeah. has mm-hmm. closed. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying that we're better than them because they're still better than us. Yeah, yeah. They have got a much better squad than us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the gap's closed. Yeah, yeah. The gap's remember, closed. Remember when Margs was basically saying that the gap between Man United and Arsenal is closing? 
Yeah. And I was like, why are you telling me that? You know, Man United. It's yeah. different for us to say that because yeah, yeah. we've been down bad for yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yes, you're right. I feel like I feel like United will come will come good eventually. I'm not. Man United are better than I give them credit for because I fucking hate them. <laughs> but Man United are a decent team, and I reckon next season they'll be a lot better. Yeah, Ten Hag's done very well. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give United their flowers. But we we'll get them to tick. Um, you reckon we should go all out for Europa? Um, this is uh, why I like Jorginho. Yeah, you can, you can come in and do a job. Hundred percent. Yeah, come in and do a job. And, too. Yeah, I do think that we should look to win. Mm. Because well, we're a winning team now. Yeah. We need to be in that spirit of just collecting trophies yeah. like Pokemon cards. What if, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day, what if we end trophyless? Would that be, was, would, like. It would be a sting because, like I said, yeah. I'm, I'm there now. Yeah, yes, as in, I believe. Yeah, as in, we finished second. Yeah. So we still qualify for Champions yeah, League. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, which is good, yeah. which is what we wanted. We've but been we overachieving so far. Yeah, but we knocked out the Carabao, knocked yeah. out the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, the, we don't win the, the yeah, Europa yeah, League. Yeah. I'll feel away, obviously. I'll feel away. I'll still 100%. be in the Champions League next year. I'll be in Champions League, I'll be happy, but I'll definitely feel away. And I'll be like, make sure and get some plays in the summer. Yeah. Understand, this year is a great opportunity for us to basically say, we've got a Premier. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. And then we'll have yeah. a little breather yeah. for the next five or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Arsenal, listen, uh, we've got 19 games, man. One game at a time, boys. One game at a time. One game at a time, man. One game, One game at, at a time. time. And we, when it is we played City twice, yeah. brother, it's like, no, what do we do there? Those it's, those City games are going to be title deciders. Mm. And the first one's coming up in two weeks. Mm. Yeah? Mm. That's the first test. Mm. We've got Everton on Sunday. Mm. They got, who's, who's the new manager again? Um, Dyche, Dyche, Dyche. So they're gonna have the the new manager bounce. Hopefully that doesn't affect anything, and, mm-hmm. we, and we still win. Then I think we have got Brentford. Then it's then it's City. Every single game is gonna be big one. Yeah, every single game. It's big one. Each, each game we win represents yeah. a nice little cushion yeah. for when we go to City. Do you know when it's gonna get tense? Last ten games. Last ten games. That's when it's gonna be mm-hmm. squeaky bum time. Mm-hmm. Like we have. To. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I have excitement. Listen, though. but you think it? Ah, oh, you know what it is. I'm trying not to get my hopes up because you said, "Remember what you wanted. <laughs> you just wanted Champions League." <laughs> but no, this is why you can get your hopes up. I know. I know. Still, yeah, I know. But to be blessed. If we don't win the league, yeah. Ah. Oh. I I enjoy the fact that if if we don't like people can get onto me because. Yeah. Brother, I don't, for the longest time, I don't mind. I don't mind. There's never been a, a this. The thing is, yeah, people don't want us I'm to be happy here. Yeah, for our, but listen, we've been we've been down bad for years. <laughs> so yeah, why yeah, can't we is. why can't we bask in our momentary and glory? There's so much promise for the future because <laughs> of our system, our culture. We're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the juice is back, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, don't get me wrong. If we don't if we don't win the Premier League, I won't. I'm not going to be like heartbroken by it because mm. I never expected it. Okay, but because the season's gone so well, I mean, now I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, Maybe yeah, something, yeah. something's cooking yeah, here, right? Yeah, yeah. But Champions League was the goal. Yeah. We ain't been in it for how long? Mm. How long yeah. we been in it for? And yeah. the thing is, Yusuf, when we get into the Champions League, the group stage and whatnot, yeah, we're not going in thinking, nah, we're not going to get slapped up. No, no, no. Stand. no, like it's it's everything's exciting again. Yeah, oh, I, I reckon. Goodness. I reckon this. I reckon if Arsenal win the league next season, I reckon we can win the Champions League. Hundred percent. Within. 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 I don't mind, clip it. Yeah, I, 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 I reckon we can win Champions League within within three to four years. Mm-hmm. I, I think that Arteta would tell the people Premier League is easy. Let's go for the big Yeah, I reckon, I reckon I'm not saying we're gonna win it next season, mm. season after that, but I reckon in the next three to four years, I reckon it's very competitive. League. Very competitive. Let me ask you two questions, yeah. yeah. What would you say to you remember when Brighton won the won the thingy? 
What, the league? Yeah. No, that was, that was um, Leicester. So, so not Le- yeah. Bayern, Leicester. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. football. Yeah. Um, what do you say to people who say this this league, uh, sorry, this season is kind of like that, where all the best teams are not playing particularly amazing, and this is the time for Arsenal to yeah, take Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. If Chelsea and Liverpool... We were, should have won that season, by the way. Yeah, we should have. Hmm. Yeah. If Chelsea and Liverpool were doing Chelsea and Liverpool this season, then mm-hmm. obviously it will be a different story okay. entirely. We don't know. We might not be top. Mm. But this is this is the game you got to take advantage, isn't it? We have okay. to beat whoever. You got to take advantage. Yeah, you, you got, yeah, yeah. Understand? We would still put up. Well, in fact, if Liverpool was Liverpool, they would be playing better than City have been playing. Yeah. But we've seen Liverpool um, tail end of last year, and no, they lost. They lost money last year, right? Yeah. Also, quite as kept Liverpool are stinking up the place, even though they got yeah. hella attacking. Power, but Gakpo ain't done nothing since he's come. Yet, yet. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they get in and freshen up that midfield a bit, um, and then Klopp has a nice, yeah, little, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think. Don't, don't don't get me wrong. Next season's gonna be very different, right? Yeah. Like I think Chelsea are gonna come all firing. We'll see. Liverpool are gonna be better. Yes, they will. City, you know, there's City. There's a lot of City will be like all internal right, turmoil happening. Yeah, yeah, City, yeah, right? yeah, So you know, um, shake it up a bit, yeah. Can can yeah, 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 he left? Yeah, yeah. He, he fell out with mm-hmm. Pep because um, he didn't start him against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's what's the, the the new guy's name? Is it Elliot or something? The, Elliot, the, the, the left left back. I don't know. Something Lewis, whatever his name is. Um, so to be fair, there was rumblings a few weeks ago that Cancelo, Bernardo Silva, and a couple of other ones were unhappy. I, I see. So apparently yesterday, Ooh, Silva was trying to leave and go to Barcelona. Uh, it never happened. Uh, so there's a bit. Isn't Silva is a big big deal, you know? There's something happening. At City, and yeah. even the way Pep came out the other day, talking about, oh, you know, there's no passion, there's no drive, mm. they're, they're, they're just mm. used to winning. Mm. We need to take advantage. Mm. I, I hear have, that. But every game now, <clears throat> last year, I wasn't confident going into certain games. Yeah. This year, I am. You don't know, I'm confident. Mm. I'm confident going into almost every single game now. And next year, I will be, because yeah. we'll strengthen even further. Yeah. <sighs> and wait until our <laughs> thing is, if we keep our core players, the Sackers, the Martinelli's, yeah. the Jesus, Zinchenko, Saliba, yeah. all them. Yeah. Saliba, once once they're in there, remember these yes. bo- these boys are young, you know. Yes. 21, 20. I'm telling you. When they're 25, 26, Cooking. if we if we keep them Cooking. and we keep Arteta too. Yes. Fam. It's if scary. we keep Arteta, Arteta's not going anywhere. He wants to be legendary. No, I, I hope. I hope Arteta wants to do what, what Arsenal Wenger done, mm. which is to be here for mm. the long haul, mm-hmm. win as many trophies mm-hmm. as he can, bring Arsenal back to glory. Mm-hmm. I hope he's not on the pep vibe. Where so go gonna, where? Barcelona. You don't think Arteta will go Barcelona? Exactly, I'm telling dead. you. No, no, I'm telling you. Mm. I don't think he's gonna go. I think Arteta's Arsenal through and through. Mm. But I don't. I'm not. I don't put it past anyone. The, the only way I see him moving or on Real to Madrid. a new challenge is if he's clocked the Premier League. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. no, I don't think. I don't. Arsenal. I don't think he will mm. get. To, for example, I don't think he'll go Real before he wins the league at Arsenal or yeah. whatever. But I think. But I think Barcelona. Is in particular, will hire him. Of that's him. His, his past, isn't it? That's his, that's his, yeah, that's his first club, I think. Mm, okay. And Barcelona have, haven't shown me that they wouldn't take a chance on someone. Yeah, yeah, but he, he would want complete control anyway. Yeah. And he wouldn't get that at Barcelona. I don't know how the Barcelona works in terms of like director uh-huh. football, all that stuff. I don't, I don't know, I'm not sure how much involvement um, okay. Xavi has or doesn't have. Um, but Arte has a good thing at Arsenal. He has, a, sure. he has the best thing at Arsenal. It seems like him and, him and Edu are. Like yes. in, in cahoots, they yeah. work hand in hand yeah. together. So yeah. he's a part of decisions, and he 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 gets to say, mm-hmm. he gets to say. It's, it's exciting. 
and I'm still yeah. young. I can still enjoy football. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think Arsenal would be in this position again in my lifetime, bro. Because losing yeah. Arsenal Wenger was an I, I just entire didn't see era. It, <laughs> an entire era just gone. You're thinking, yeah, how's yeah, this yeah. gonna be yeah. replaced? And also, Arsenal, Arsenal don't. Like in terms of like the way football evolved, spending mm. money and being aggressive in the market, they they don't really do that. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you, what you got to do. Yeah. Yep. They they've done smart business this time around, but they still don't operate in the same vein as a United, Chelsea, City. Yeah. They don't they don't I, just I slap don't, down whatever money you ask for. I don't think you need to do that because look at Brighton yeah. and their recruitment and whatnot. Yeah, but if we had a, a wavy, we don't have that. But this, you just said that Arsenal need to be as aggressive as these other teams. I don't think we should be we doing that. No, we don't have to. We don't have to be per se, but it'll be nice. It'd it be nice be. to be like, you know what? This is how much you want? Bang. Take that. Brother, who was, who was after Modric? Arsenal. Who? No, before Arsenal came and said, let me get Modric. What? Who's, I don't know. Who. No, no big team was after oh. Modric. It was us. Yeah. Do you understand? So if it is, you continue like that. Because I'm telling you, Modric is going to be a wavy individual. What I want for Modric yeah. is for him to play so well that um, uh, Real Madrid mm. or Barcelona come and say, Come over here. We'll take him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and take him. And yeah. pay silly money for him. Yeah, yeah. Just get out of Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a baller, so he's a baller. He's a baller, he's a baller. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, no, great times ahead, man. Great times ahead. Um, I'm excited, man. Good. I'm excited to see Good. what happens, man. Good. Bring on May. This is it. Bring on May. All right. All right, let's get into our first headlines. All right, so the first headline, not too sure if anyone cares about this one, but the king, King Charles, has reportedly... Charles. It sounds weird, isn't it? The king. He's reportedly leaned on the Archbishop of Canterbury to ask Prince Harry and obviously his queen, uh, Meghan, to attend his coronation. Yeah. But the new monarch is said to be facing opposition from his eldest son, Prince William, who is reportedly uh, said to be fearful of any opportunity that his estranged sibling could use at the event to stage a stunt. According to the Telegraph, the king said to believe um, if the Duke and Duchess of Sussex refuse to attend the coronation later this year, it's going to be a greater distraction than their presence would be. Justin Welby officiated Harry and Meghan's wedding in 2018 and according to the newspaper, is very supportive of their plight. The Archbishop is said to regularly speak to the couple by phone. The king is reportedly willing to agree on concessions which would allow Harry and Meghan to sit in a high-profile seating position inside the Westminster Abbey as well as an assurance that the couple will retain their royal titles. Harry's recent publication of their memoir, of his memoir, um, pardon me, Spare, which became the fastest selling nonfiction book of all time on release, included a series of attacks on his family and the institution of the monarchy. The reports follow that further suggestions from a BBC insider that the king is in discussions to do a landmark interview, including a discussion about his life and his plans as monarch. And the second headline is about Dominic Rayab, another update. And basically, at least three senior uh, civil servants have who worked with Dominic Rayab have given evidence to the inquiry into his behavior. So the BBC has found out that um, someone by the name of Sir Philip Rycroft, who ran a department for, ex for exiting the European Union when Dominic Rayab was Brexit secu um, secretary, pardon me, has also given evidence. Another, the BBC understands, is the current permanent secretary at the Ministry of Justice, Antonia Rome uh, Romeo. Uh, obviously, Mr. Rayab has come out and denied all the allegations of bullying. But like I said, a third permanent um, secretary from a department in which Mr. Rayab also served has also come out as a witness as well. So um, as, we, as you guys know, uh, Mr. Rayab, who is also the Deputy Prime Minister, is facing multiple complaints from civil servants 
We have worked with him in a range of government um, departments. And senior lawyer Adam Tolley KC was asked to launch an investigation in November, and these interviews have been taking place in recent weeks. And the last headline is basically about Labour MP who's come out and said that she's been bombarded with rape and death threats after speaking out against the toxic um, behaviour of Andrew Tate. Mm. Yes. So Alex Davies-Jones uh, received abuse over email and directly to her office as soon as she raised the issue at Prime Minister's questions earlier this month. At the time, the shadow, t shadow technology minister told MPs, teachers are now having to develop their own resources to re-educate boys who are being brainwashed online by his deeply toxic messaging. Davis-Jones went on to criticise Rishi Sunak for being too slow to recognise the damage that he's causing. This is what she said. She said, what has he done? What is his government doing to tackle this misogyny, this incel culture, and the radicalization of young men in this country? Will he, uh, Rishi Sunak, commit to giving teachers the resources they need to address this problem head on? But speaking during a Commons debate on, on uh, neighborhood po policing on Tuesday, the MP said, I would like to put on record my own thanks to all the local police in my South Wales area who have been an immense support to me in the recent weeks after I spoke out about the horrendous abuse and behavior of Andrew Tate online. As a result, my own inbox and my office have been bombarded with death threats and rape threats. Davis Jones fears not all victims will get the same brilliant response time from police as she did. And as you guys know, just in case you don't, um, Andrew Tate is a former kickboxing world champion who's amassed millions of followers on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok for his allegedly divisive content. But he's now facing allegations of human trafficking and being part of an organized crime gang. Obviously, he denies the allegations. And I guess when we get more info on that, we'll give it to you guys. All right. Thanks for the headlines, bro. Now let's get into what you say in topic of the day. All right. So today's topic of the day, yeah. I feel like not many people talk about this necessarily, right? Mm. And the question is, well, the, the topic is, the struggles of becoming and staying fit. Okay. Right. So obviously we get a lot of people on online and whatnot. I guess it kind of depends on who you're following and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Doing all their um, exercise and things of that nature. Yeah. yeah. But the question is, and this may seem like a stupid question on the surface, right? Mm. But genuinely, do you feel like people actually want to be fit? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people do it for the aesthetics. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but there are people who actually want to be fit. Like they want to have a healthy heart, healthy lungs. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I do, I do. But it's a mixture of both. Okay, it's a mixture of both. So if 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 like um, that's the case, yeah. Yeah. Why do you feel as though? Obviously, I don't have the stats here, but yeah. it seems like the majority of the population, yeah, um, especially in the West, are yeah. overweight. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? If if our desire is to actually be fit, but that's not everyone's desire. Ah, okay. I feel like okay. those people who are overweight, mm. their desire isn't isn't to be fit necessarily. Okay. They may have that desire, but their motivation and their discipline doesn't override mm -hmm. their desire to be fit. So they will succumb to mm. temptations of food and wanna wanna and you know indulging mm. as opposed to keeping fit. Yeah. So I feel like if your if your motivation and your desire to be fit doesn't override your <laughs> your desire to, to to eat and you know feel good, because mm. let's let's be honest, like we eat for fuel, but also we eat for pleasure, innit? Thanks. It doesn't override that feeling of, you know, that comfort eating, then mm. you're, you're going to stay stay where you are. You know what I mean? So, okay. If I, if I, if you were to say one thing, yeah. Yeah. Nutrition versus exercise. Mm. 
if somebody was to focus on one thing and you're like, look, I know you can't do both yeah. because of life and, and whatever it may be. Yeah. What's that one thing you would say? Focus on this and you'll be fine. You know, it is, it's hard because you need, you do need a good balance of both. Mm. But because eating is a fundamental part of life, mm. like I'll say eating. Okay. Because you can't go a day without eating. Mm. Obviously, you can fast and want to want to, but mm-hmm. eating food is a fundamental part of life. Mm. Exercise is, but one can still live without exercise. Mm-hmm. You just won't be fit. Yeah. But one can't live without food. True. You know True. what I mean? So I would say, if I had to pick one, I would say food. If someone asked me, I'll use, would you rather eat yeah. or go gym? Yeah. I'm eating. And do you feel like... Um, that's the that's the easiest way for people to kind of get into shape, if not necessarily in shape, but kind of curb the the overweightness that you know most of us struggle. You with. mean those who don't exercise? Yeah, yeah. If you don't exercise, then mm. the only thing you can do is regulate your diet and your um, uh, rest. I, I mean, more so like, so, so say you got somebody comes to you, yeah, yeah, and they're like, look, I can't do both of these things. Okay, I'm gonna do one of them. Yeah, like, I have a train well, right, but yeah. maybe my eating ain't gonna be great. Yeah, or I'm gonna eat good and I ain't train it. What would you say? do this i would say i would say okay so it's either eat well Uh uh-huh and don't train yeah right yeah or eat badly and do train yeah i would say eat well and don't train eat well and don't train if i had to pick Mm. guys this is not my recommendations you have to have a a healthy balance of both i'm just i'm just answering you know the devil advocate uh you know questions over here Mm. all right cool but what do you think What's that? What's the question? Like nutrition versus exercise. Yeah. What's more important to, or what should be more important to the average person? Um, probably exercise. Okay. Why are you say that? Then? Probably nutrition. <laughs> I knew. I knew. The minute you said that, going to change your mind. But the thing is, obviously, <laughs> without knowing it, like the thing is, we all walk, mm. we all we all move. Our body mm-hmm. moves. So even though you're not exerting yourself to a, a high degree and it's not intense you still get some form of exercise mm-hmm. in your day-to-day life. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, I would say if I had to pick one, I would definitely say eat better mm. as opposed to eating badly and going to the gym. Because I'm not gonna lie, you you can't you can't out-train a bad diet, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, you can't, you yeah. can't, you can't, you can't. You can't out-train a bad diet, I'm sorry. Mm. So you, you know, you know, you get them influencers out there, you may, you act like you can. Right? Yeah. And say, oh, you know, I eat these burgers and yeah. you know, 10,000 calorie yeah. challenge and yeah. things of that nature. Is that, are they just capping? Or is it like, there's some balance to it? Though? Some are capping. Some, uh, they have, you know, a fast metabolism. Okay. They have good genes, good genetics. They don't put on weight easily. And a lot of them look good on the outside, but ask them to do a 50, 50 meter dash. Mm. And they're, they're on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dying. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and and like, what would you say is um, the most effective form of exercise? Because obviously, like nowadays, you can do bare different things like yeah, combat, yeah. combat um, sports yeah, and things of that nature, yeah. or going gym, yeah. cardio, them things there. Yeah. Like, what would you say to somebody who's just starting out? Like, the best, the best thing that will benefit them internally. Well, one, it depends on their goals. Okay. So it's not with fitness. It's not. It's not a one size fits all thing, isn't it? Mm. So it depends on their goals. But let's just say. And obviously, it depends on your goals and depends on your level. Okay. So what fitness level are you coming in at? Mm. So based on your goals, what level you're coming in at, then I can recommend what is the best form of fitness for you. But let's make it general, right? Yeah. I would say HIIT training. Oh, serious? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, mm. High intensity, 
intervals. I reckon that's I reckon that's a, a, a good way to go. But you know what's the what's the other one? Um, not hit. Um, is it steady state? Yeah, I don't really I don't really do that. But yeah, okay. It, I, I'm hearing that that that's more effective though, long term for the average person, and how hit is more for the athlete. No, you, I think I think average person could do hit. I can, remember hit, hit. To me, there isn't a again. There isn't one size fits all in it. Okay. And you know what it is with exercise and stuff like. Just do what do what works for you, man. I feel mm. like people are so, and I'm not knocking anyone for it, but mm-hmm. people are so obsessed with listening to others, yeah. trying to find the perfect way to do this. Happen third, ah, oh, someone says this is better than this, so I'm gonna try this. And just do what works for you, man. Mm. Do what's for you. I don't I don't believe in the whole ah. Oh, someone told me that this is the most effective way. So that's what, yeah, for them. Yeah, <laughs> for them, for their lifestyle, for their body type, for their fitness level, for their their likes. Mm. You do what is good for you. Um, this again, this might seem like a silly question. Yeah. But do you feel like, obviously, as we're all human beings, isn't it? Yeah. But there are some physiological differences between black and white and, and Asians and, and yeah. things of that nature. Do you feel like there's some exercises that we can benefit from um, over others because we're black? If that makes sense. Exercises that we can benefit from over others. Yeah. Not really, no. So, for example, again, this might be <laughs> a silly example, yeah. yeah. But typically, people say, ah. Oh, um, white guys, for example, may have um, bigger calves than us. Yeah. Right? So, for example, for us, mm. maybe it, it makes more sense to work on on the calves as opposed to a white person. For oh, example. you mean you mean like, parts of our body where we're naturally disadvantaged? Yeah, exactly. But but obviously that that's more specific to like say bodybuilding and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But let's just say in terms of um, just how we feel in and certain things. So, for example, black people are more susceptible to to blood pressure, diabetes, mm. and things of that nature. Mm. What's what type of exercises kind of deal with that, and should be prioritized to kind of deal with that over the ones about you know regular? You know what I'm saying? Um, the thing is, exercise exercise is not. I don't know. If this is the, the black activist in you coming out, but exercise <laughs> exercise isn't about race. Yeah. <laughs> exercise mm. isn't about race, and mm. it's, it's not about. What exercises are more suited to black and whites? It's just suited to your individual case. Okay. Right. So okay. if you're someone who white person could suffer from high blood pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, do, do some cardio, work out. So yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a race thing with exercise. Mm. It's a, it's a human thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. Obviously, no. I like to relate to black people. That's, yeah. That's our priority. Yeah. But um, like you said earlier, yeah, and obviously this is the case. Everyone will probably um, admit this. Right? Yeah. Most people kind of like the motivation, especially mm. when you've got nine to fives, you've got kids, yeah. you've got a husband, a wife, you've got all types of different responsibilities and yeah. whatnot, yeah. How, how would you kind of suggest the best way to kind of get over that hurdle? Even if it's just a small hurdle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I personally believe as long as you're doing something today that you wasn't doing yesterday, yeah. that's just the way to, yeah. to get there, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Also, was this topic planned for me specifically or was this... <laughs> I feel like this was. I feel like this was. This was. This was like uh, tailor made. I was like, this is a setup. I'm thinking fitness. What's going on here? We ain't talking about fitness not once since I've been here. Now suddenly fitness. Um, sorry, ask what's the question again. Um, what was it? <laughs> uh, what was it again? Um, yes. How how would you suggest people kind of getting over certain hurdles? Because obviously, to some degree, at different times in our lives, now, yeah, we would suffer from a lack of motivation. Yeah, right. But yeah. How, how? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have a goal, have okay. a goal, have something that you're working towards, whether it be short term, long term, medium term, just have something at the end of the road that you're walking and aiming towards mm-hmm. to keep you motivated. So that's that's the end goal. Um, 
try and find the fun in it. Because I feel like a lot of people feel like exercise is a chore. Mm. Right? They don't necessarily enjoy it. The process, the journey, even the actual workout itself. So find things that you find fun. It don't have to be going to the gym. It could be playing sports. It could be doing boxing. Like yeah. just find something you find fun. Um, find obviously something to motivate you. Maybe train with a friend, a partner. Because obviously mm-hmm. when you're training with someone else, you can motivate each other, push each other. Mm-hmm. Um, have a plan. Have a yeah. plan. Maybe sometimes you go into the gym and you don't know what you're doing because you just haven't thought about it. And I feel like if you make a plan and mm-hmm. stick to your plan, follow your plan, I feel like that will motivate you. Because mm. I find people who come to the gym with maybe their workout on their phone or written down, mm. they get into a, like yeah. a, a serious mindset. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this. Like, mm. I'm, I'm serious about this. And I feel like having a plan helps as well. Um, um, maybe having some type of accountability, maybe online yeah. accountability with your friends, family, like declare a goal, mm. make it public. Mm. And so people can hold you to it. Yeah. People yeah. can check a copy. Oh, how far are you with this? How far are you with that? And mm. I feel like, that level of accountability might keep you motivated, might keep you going because you know you've got you got the answer to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, I think I think those are a few, but again, it's it's subjective because people yeah. have their own, you know, um, causes of motivation. But I think those are some nice general ones still. Okay. So this question to both of you because someone in the chat said something about um, luck, um, fitness being a luxury. Yeah. And how the working class don't have the time or the resources. Yeah. Do you agree with that statement? Um, I can agree because there are, there are times in my life where I've been too busy mm-hmm. to exercise, mm-hmm. too busy to the exercise to the degree I wanted. Okay. And there have been times when I've had a lot of free time to exercise. So I can, I understand how if your schedule doesn't allow you to exercise, then I understand why you don't. Mm-hmm. You have a long day at work, you come home, you're exhausted. The last thing in your mind is going to mm. the gym or working out. So it's something that you should try to make time for. Yeah. Um, something that you should make a priority. I feel like most people don't make it a priority though. That's the thing. Because even if you're working long hours, you'll still find time to do the things that you want to do. It. Whether it be socializing, yeah. going out, mm-hmm. having sex, being with your partner, whatever. You'll find time for it because yeah. you're making it a priority. If mm. you prioritize working out and make it part of your lifestyle, mm. then you can fill it in. Mm-hmm. You can fill it in. You, don't, you, you may not have to fill it in to a high degree as, in terms of like um, frequency, mm-hmm. but you can still do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it be a jog outside, whether it be a workout at home, whether it be a quick 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be... Gym is not going to the gym for two hours a day. That isn't yes, what gym yeah, is. Yeah, that's true. A workout can be 30 minutes at home, high intensity. Mm. It could be a jog in the mornings before work. It could be something quickly on your break. It doesn't have to be this long, drawn-out mm-hmm. thing where I need to allocate this amount of hours in a day to working out. You can just make it a part of your everyday. Mm-hmm. You know the same way you bath every day. Mm. I mean, so so basically, no excuses. No excuses, but I have I have sympathy for people because I'm I'm not okay. saying it's that easy yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. someone might lack the time, mm-hmm. lack the motivation, lack the know-how, like lack the resources, saying, all of that. Like people can lack all those things. So where mm. where where do they go? But, but no, but um, like you're kind of saying though, you could do something. Yeah, could something. Like for example, um, I don't know. Obviously, this may seem like a small thing, right? Yeah. But getting off um, the bus two stops before your house. Yeah. And walking. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that's not that's not really a lack of resources. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And obviously, it may add a bit of time to your journey. Yeah, of but course, it's still of course. Something. But it still hurts. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And don't forget, some people are lazy as well. This is, this some people is are lazy it. and some people don't want to work out. They don't they it. don't give a fuck, just mm. be honest. Some people, some people enjoy it. Some people are happy mm-hmm. in... I've had, I've had clients before where 
they they might come in a certain weight, mm. right? And they'll tell me their goal is to lose this amount of weight. Mm. And that's from training them. I just see I see a real <laughs> lack of like motivation. I see yeah. a lack of drive. And I, I'm like, take a seat, take a seat. <laughs> mm. I'm like, you're happy the way you are, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, you know, I am, you know. I can tell. You're just happy. You're happy yeah. the way you are. You're yeah. you're comfortable in your skin. Yeah, you want to lose some weight. Yeah, you want to mm. be more fitter. But and and the thing is, it's good for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm happy that some people are are content and happy because that's how you should be. I don't feel like you should walk around every day, being depressed about your physical state. Mm. Always aim to be healthy. Yeah. Always aim to be fit. Yeah. But if you're happy the way you are, mm-hmm. who who's 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 gonna who's, who's gonna knock you for it? I guess you know so. I mean? Yeah, yeah. But sometimes like. Do you feel like there's a lot of things in life that we're happy about, yeah, or kind of content with? Yeah, that we know is wrong. <laughs> you know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, but okay, cool. Let's let's use let's use a man or woman who's overweight. Cool. Yeah. Yes, ideally you should be um, smaller because it's more healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, heart, mm-hmm. lungs, level of fat, all that, right? Yeah. But if you're sustaining a decent level of health. Mm. at your size mm-hmm. and you're happy about mm-hmm. it mm. like you're cheerful you, you're in good spirits mm-hmm. and you don't let it knock your confidence and you know you walk into the room and you don't feel inadequate because you're a certain size mm. yeah I I I applaud that okay I applaud that I'm not gonna discourage anyone from trying to you know um, be healthier yeah but I'm not gonna chastise someone who is overweight yeah. and is happy being overweight yeah. if you're happy being overweight and you're not being ignorant about it, and you feel, and you acknowledge both. Yeah, I know I'm overweight, mm. but I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Then mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. But I feel like you should always strive to be healthier, though. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Do you do you feel like it, it goes overboard though, where that same person, for example, who's overweight but confident and yeah. stuff, kind of encourages other people to be like, "That's fine, man. Like, look at me. Da da da. I'm like, yeah, yeah no. So if if you're if you're th- let me use the word unhealthy. If you're okay. unhealthy and happy, don't encourage others to be unhealthy and happy too because that's that's not everyone's story okay and their unhealthiness might lead down to you know uh, some type of condition some type of disease that because yours hasn't doesn't mean someone else facts, can't facts. so don't don't encourage badness mm. but still be yourself at the same time you know what i mean don't don't pretend you're not happy if you are but don't 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 chastise someone for trying to eat healthy and say yeah. oh you know life's short man have a burger mm. you know what i mean <laughs> all right so but both of you in fact i'll start with you brent yeah do you feel as though if somebody willingly just eats badly mm. right they can't necessarily care about their health so if if i'm saying to you oh you yeah man um i'm, I'm trying to go gym i'm trying to be yeah. healthy but every wednesday and friday uh, i get a kfc bucket yeah and <laughs> um, at work i'm eating mcdonald's yeah, for, yeah. for lunch and stuff like that yeah is there not like some real yeah, no, contradictions? No. There's, yeah, there's there's a lack of care there. Okay, there's so I'm, I'm lying, effectively. Am I lying or is it a case of me just maybe I'm, I'm, I'm misinformed or... Because I feel like you can't necessarily... You can't know mm. that this um, these type of foods are bad for you. Yeah. Still eat them yeah. and still say out the same mouth that you care about your your life. It's hard because if you look at people who smoke cigarettes, right? Cigarettes ah, come, with, okay. come with a warning. Yeah. This causes lung cancer. Mm-hmm. But people still smoke cigarettes. So they know it's harmful for them, okay. but they're addicted to it. So they they can't stop and that cigarette makes them feel good. Yeah. So it's like they their care for themselves doesn't override the addiction. Is 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 food just as addictive? Yeah, for sure. Serious. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. 
100%. sometimes it's the whole comfort eating. Yeah, coffee eating is, is a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel I feel like sometimes your 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 care mm. can't override doesn't override you know um, that that desire mm. to want to smoke that cigarette or eat that whatever that KFC bucket because it feels good. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. Like even for me, like. I stopped, I kind of more so now eat for pleasure again, but for a long time, I never ate for pleasure. Mm. I ate for fuel. Mm. I ate to fuel my body. I didn't really, I reckon maybe, I don't know, 2015 times, 2016, 17, I ate for fuel. Mm. I didn't really care about, you know, comfort eating. Yeah. Now I'm a bit older, I, I've kind of veered back into that. I have a nice balance. Mm -hmm. But I remember a time when I was just fuel-based. Mm. Like what's gonna, what's fueling my body the best? Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm eating. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so why, why did you... I guess um, try and put in make make more of a balance then because I reached my goals. Ah, uh -huh, okay, okay. I reached my goal and I was happy with my body and I just mm. wanted to maintain it and have a have a, a more of a balance because I felt like my balance was off. Mm. I was eating too healthy at a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? And now I've got a, a decent balance. Okay, makes yeah. sense. I want I want to bring this to like um, similar t type of thing with my last question, but to parenting, yeah. Do you feel like a parent is this can be necessarily a good parent or put good parent aside, care enough about their children's health mm. if they give those children like bad food regularly? I because think, because it, yeah, it kind of ties into the yeah, whole. No, I yeah. think I think it's irresponsible to feed your children bad food on a regular basis. Mm. Like every now and again, you know, it's fine. But to give their child bad food every every occasion mm -hmm. is that's um, negligence, of course. But then you got to look into the reasons why. Yeah, It's cheap. Mm -hmm. You can't afford to buy better. It's convenient. Mm. If the preparation of this food fits in with your lifestyle, the yeah. time that you have, maybe the amount of kids you have mm. has a bearing on it too. Mm -hmm. um, even just your mindset, mm. like your background, what maybe you grew up eating. Yeah, I think all those things, all those things, kind of come into play. But is society kind of forcing us down that road? Because in our time, yeah, like obviously none of us grew up in the same house, yeah. <laughs> but we all knew. I, I can assume that all of us kind of had like traditional food from back home. Yeah, in our house. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, let me go and put on this fatty food all the time. Yeah, every now and again. Yeah, especially no, when I, we got I had older. Both. I had exactly, both. I had exactly. Both. We yeah, had yeah. both. But it seemed like nowadays. You're not really getting the both. You know what I'm saying? As I don't, much. I don't know because I don't. I don't. I don't see what kids are eating. Yeah, yeah, true, true. In my day to day life, so I don't know what it's like mm. in people's houses. Yeah, because I don't know because I feel like in our time McDonald's and or KFC was more so like a treat, right? Yeah, and yeah, also convenience too. You could yeah, in some auntie's house, I don't know for X amount of hours yeah. on your way home, you need something, right? Yeah. Cool. But I don't know. It, it seems like nowadays it's almost like a go-to for some people. I think yes, hundred percent. It yeah. does go down to convenience yeah. and costs and things yeah. of that nature, right? But how how does one now say to themselves, "I want to do better," mm. because the kids are suffering? Yeah, you know what it is. I feel like maybe I'm only talking to us yeah. as black people, right? But I feel like certain things growing up felt like a treat. Yeah, like a McDonald's felt like a treat. Exactly. Once in a while. Yep. KFC or chicken chips or Chinese. It felt like a treat. In it exactly. now, the things that were treats to us yes. are just regular, regular <laughs> to, to kids nowadays, isn't it? Is it? And I, I feel it's just, it's just the way the times are, isn't it? The same way we didn't have phones. Mm. And when we first got our phones, it was like, rah, phone. Nowadays, phones are just a dime a dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things that we 
cherished mm-hmm. are just normal now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like food has followed suit. Mm. Whereas you've got you've got kids in second school who might fuck around and go hackathon. Can you imagine? You know what I mean? For example, <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, a, on a hiring scale where for us, our ceiling was... yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what I seen it was back in the day. Fucking pizza house, something buffet. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pizza buffet. This was I'm talking about back in back in the day. Back in the day. Um, to be fair, pizza hut buffet was. I'm not saying it was like the, t- the top yeah. of the top, but it was something it was that you were like, "Well, I'll get pizza." Hut. <laughs> That's a treat. Exactly. It was a treat. And but that speaks to a lot of things. That speaks to like even clothes. Yeah. How That's you know true. we used to put designer brands on the pedestal, and you know we would. Get them occasionally, wear them sparingly. Now mm. kids are just rocking up in drip head to toe. Mm. The stuff that we cherished and we looked upon is like, oh my yeah. god, it's like yeah. it's so normal now, isn't it? But then, uh, okay, good example of that. Because I, I was I was gonna then say to you, do you think it's because um, our parents were kind of poorer yeah. back then? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you can't necessarily always be forking out. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm a lamb I'm cheaper than a, a, a happy meal. Yeah, one, no, for you know sure. And so, yeah, our parents. I want to say yeah. But there's still poor parents now. I feel like money's just changed. Money's changed. The way the world has changed. And our parents' generation were a bit more like, I feel like they valued different things. Mm. Like I I feel like our parents didn't value like brand names. And I feel like they were were working under a specific specific, um, budget, of course. Mm. I feel like like they, they just, they valued different things. Yeah, yeah, but you see, again, just just like what you're saying with with um with the kids nowadays, yeah, buying like more expensive clothes and things yeah. of that nature, yeah, yeah. Who's giving giving them the money for this? It's the parents to some degree, it's, right? Yeah, mostly it's, it's the parents. I mm. feel like um kids nowadays, whether it be secondary school, university mm. level, college, right? I feel like the way the world is, people are more self sufficient. Yeah. Maybe. And there's more avenues to make money at a certain age mm. um, as opposed to there was when we were growing up, isn't it? Because when, mm. when we were growing up, let's be honest, in, when you're in college mm. or secondary school, when you think about making money, you're just thinking about either getting a job, yeah. get money for your parents, yeah. saving your pocket money. Mm-hmm. Some people had, I remember I had a few friends who had um, paper rounds and mm. small jobs like that. When you were getting older, people were moving into fraud, but obviously that's whatever. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, I feel like there's a lot more ways yeah. to make money. Yeah. And maybe that is contributing to the disposable income that these kids seem to have. Mm. And maybe they're still dabbling in a lot of things. Maybe there's a lot of frauds still happening that I'm, I'm unaware of. Yeah. Maybe people are getting funded by their parents. Who knows? But I just feel like there seems to be a lot more money circling around that's the younger gen crazy. than in yeah. our age. Yeah. But that's just, but that. Does that speak to just the times we're in, or does it speak to just that them just getting it differently? Like, are they mm. are they more entrepreneurial? Are they more um, you know? Have they found different avenues of making money that we didn't necessarily explore? Mm. You know what I mean, so it could be that they're more entrepreneur, entrepreneurial. Yeah, better more, hustlers. Yeah, maybe. better hustlers. Knows? Like more business savvy. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you've got the internet nowadays. You've got YouTube. You've got Insta. Yes. And those two things alone, social media has opened up. Yeah. A whole plethora of different ways of making money that we didn't have. Remember, we didn't have, we couldn't yeah. make money on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. You know I mean, even for example, if you if you're a kid at 17, mm-hmm. in our day, you want to start up a business, mm-hmm. selling whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's hand to hand. It's it's word to mouth. Yeah. It's there's no social media marketing. But nowadays, mm-hmm. you can start a business in your bedroom 
mm. promote on social media and get sales and and customers from all over the place. Mm. So the internet has helped, for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, internet's helped. But I guess like most things, the internet can kind of even like say we bring back to the fitness now. Yeah. The internet kind of promotes these um, unrealistic goals. Yeah. Now, how 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 does one say to themselves, you know, this is unrealistic? All right, for example, you know how you got this whole natty or not situation where people's like um, certain bodybuilders and stuff like are they natural? Or okay, they okay, not okay, natural okay. And stuff like yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. How again with the with the with the females as well with the BBLs? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. All of this type of stuff. How does one navigate that particular world, saying to themselves, you know what? I'm just a regular somebody, but yeah. I want to be better for myself, for my family. Yeah. I want to eat better. I want to train. I want to do certain things. What's what's a realistic goal? How how do I find out what is a realistic goal? Because this person looks amazing here, but I don't know yeah. if this person's fake. Yeah. No, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard, especially at a certain age, isn't it? Mm. When you're uh, a girl or a boy at a certain age and you are easily impressionable and you look to social media for your motivation, yeah, it's hard to know what's realistic and what's not. Because mm. you might see a girl who's had a BBL or had yeah. surgery and she's presenting herself as natural. Mm-hmm. I got this all in the gym. And you're thinking, right, she got it all in the gym, yeah? Um, mm. Maybe I can do it too, mm-hmm. but no, she had surgery. <laughs> or you might see a guy who's super brolic yeah. and he's posing as natural, but he's on steroids, he's on all types of you know, enhancements. So it's hard mm. to know. I, I guess it's hard because I would say don't look at, don't look to others for motivation. Mm. I mean, like you need to, motivation should come from self. One, I'm not saying don't look at people and aspire, but be realistic with it. Maybe do research. Um, and I <sighs> expectations. Mm. Don't let expectations become too, you know, yeah. out of this world. Yeah. You gotta stay, you gotta stay realistic. But it, again, it's hard because in the same vein I'm saying, yeah, it's cool to look to others. But if you look to others, how do you know if that other person yeah. that other yeah. I'm looking at is natural or not? Mm-hmm. It's I think it's you no know, certain things in life here. Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta go with the flow. Yeah. And you gotta learn on the go in it. I think this is one yeah. of the things where yeah. you'll come into it. And you got you got to navigate the landmines. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 it's what I'm saying. You're on a landmine field. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful where you step. You got to jump over a bit. You got to mm. think about that one. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's how it is. Yeah. I can't just say go in and just not look at anyone and not try to find motivation for others because you need it. Yeah. But at the same time, just maybe don't take everything at face value. I think that's probably mm. the best thing to say. Like, don't mm. look at someone and just believe whatever they say. You know it's funny you say that because that's that's one of the uh, a key phrase that said in the five percent nation of Islam. You're you're, you're trying to me. <laughs> every now every now and again, it brings up the nation. You think you know what you? I think what did you say to me the other day? <laughs> I think when when I said that um, I saw God mm. in the same image as yes, man, as in yes. he has a nose. You're like that's a powerful one. You're man. like you know what you use. That's that's a teaching of the honourable. <laughs> yes, it is. Elijah. <laughs> Mohammed. <laughs> yeah, man. And you know what? Later this month as well, Saviour's Day, Nation of Islam, 26th of February. Okay. That's probably the date, you know. Uh, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm not attending. I'll be sending the new link. Man said so Saviour's Day. Live stream. What was that? Was it live stream? Yeah, what, what is it? So basically, um, every year, Yeah. that that day is the birthday of um, Master Farad Muhammad. Yeah. yeah. Who came. <laughs> 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 and gave the teachings to Elijah Muhammad. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um so, yeah, so they celebrate it every year. So um yeah. You've you've got the suit in it. Nah. You've got the suit at the bow tie. 
I need it. Have you ever, 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 ever had a uh, bean pie? I haven't, you know. You haven't had a bean pie? You know what the funny thing is, yeah? It's, it's still in the air, yeah. but I'm actually trying to plan to actually go to Chicago. Oh, wait, is that, This is, month. Is that the, 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 the home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that's that? okay. where uh, Mosque uh, Mariam is. So okay. that's where they hold uh, Saviour's Day. Okay, okay. What's, what's, what's your purpose of, of this, this trip? Is, um, is, is, is going to Chicago... Is it the nation of Islam like pilgrimage? So it's the same way that Muslims go to Mecca. Mm. For you, it's going to Chicago, going to this particular mosque, and do you know it's? Um, I'm not sure if it will be seen as important as obviously the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I'm saying is that is that in your eyes some sort so, some sort of equivalent? Is that some sort yeah. of, not equivalent? Is that some sort of like journey of aspiration? Okay, yeah, if 100%. I'm a nation, it'd be nice to go to Chicago yeah, and yeah. visit certain places. Yeah, and. To be fair, a, a big part of it is because um, the minister typically speaks, yeah. and I know he's not going to ever come to, to the UK, UK in it. Why is, why is that? He's um, banned. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So, and, and obviously he's getting old, and uh, I don't understand, Sorry, it was a Why is he banned? You're a hater. Why is he banned? Um, they're hating, man. <laughs> they're hating on him. He Wait, incites violence. No, he incites positive black men raising up <laughs> being responsible human beings you know what i'm saying being good fathers being good husbands being good figures in the community but obviously along with that message comes some other stuff you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah so he hasn't he hasn't been allowed to um, come to the country yeah and obviously he's like late 80s now you yeah. know what i'm saying so yeah. watch this watch this yusuf here mm. Emmanuel, yes. what's today's mathematics what's today's day the first yes yeah today's mathematics is knowledge yeah <laughs> is that simple? Oh, but is, is that what it's it is? more. It's more. It's, ah, it's, more. Just, it's the first. It's the first. If it was a more um, double digit thingy, yeah. it'd uh-huh. be knowledge. Yeah. Oh, so then I could break it down a bit more. What's your what's, what's your uh, nation of Islam name? I don't have one, man. We'll see what the minister gives me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, give me an example of some names, and then me and Brent will, will make a name for you. Um, to be fair, though, most people's names were just like their first name, so it could be Emmanuel X. Oh yeah, you add you, that's yeah. you, you add you add like a Saturn. Yeah, exactly. You, you could be Eman X. You could be exactly Black Power Fist Don Dragon. <laughs> 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 that's that's more so like five percent. Like yeah. their their names are more so. You get people with names like Knowledge Born and Supreme God sun, and Sun and, Gods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sun God Universal. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge Supreme Universe. Exactly. Yeah, those are legit names, man. Moon Power. Yes, even that. They're, they're, they're <laughs> those type of names, yeah, man. But like with a nation, typically, um, if you got your X in the end, yeah. with time, you then get your, it would just become something Muhammad, for example, typically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, initially, get rid of your slave name, just yeah. becomes X. Okay. What, what would be your, your, your name, Brett? Um, I'll go for Q. Q? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's the end of the um, LGBTQ. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Questioning. Essence is going to call up, you know. <laughs> this guy. Because it's the end of the LGBTQ. What's that going to do with it? I want to be part of them. You want to be part of them. I said yeah, Nation yeah. of Islam, not the LGBTQ. What you left out? <laughs> yours, yours, yours. <laughs> cult. What about cult? Yeah. Cult X. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. For those who don't know, that's the start of your surname. Yeah. Colt X. Mm. All right. All right. Are we? Are we? Are we still here? Are we oh, moving yeah, on? Yeah. Let's move aside. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into some more headlines, shall we? All right. So this this next headline, yeah, we kind of touched on this 
last week, I believe, with the whole Alex Baldwin situation, right? Um, and there's a bit more to the case and why he's being um, charged with involuntary manslaughter. So it's emerged that he was on the phone mm. during firearms training for the movie. Okay. Where he fatally shot a cinematographer on set. Um, and that's the reason why he's being charged with involuntary manslaughter. So Santa Fe's district attorney's office accused that accused the actor of many instances of extremely reckless acts. Um, Helena Hutchins, who um, was the person who died on the set of Rust in, the, in New Mexico after Mr. Baldwin allegedly fired a prop gun. The film's armorer has also been charged with involuntary manslaughter. The documents released on Tuesday detailing the charges, first announced on the 19th of January, portray a chaotic set with a reckless approach to gun safety. Mr. Baldwin apparently was distracted talking to family members on his mobile phone during training on how to operate the prop gun. Okay. Good morning, caller. Good morning, caller. Good morning, caller. What's your name? Where are you from, please? Hello. Hello. Hey, man. I'm very confused. Sorry, I had to I had to call in because... Wait, you was raised in the church, right? Is it, is wait, 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 wait. You just, you just fired, <laughs> yeah, fired from the it. hip. Man, just pull the... Caller. <laughs> Name. And I said Christy. Did you not hear me? No, no we didn't hear you. No, obviously, I know it's you because oh, I know your voice. Yeah, but I'm saying for the okay, audience... Yeah, I said Christy. Christy. Oh, sorry. I said Christy. I thought right. everyone heard me. Good morning, Christy. Good morning. Good morning. What would you like sorry, to Sorry, I had to break up this confusion. I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah, well, let me uh, speak, huh? <laughs> I'm so confused by Iman. Wow, what's up? No, I'm, wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. You was brought up in the church, yep. correct? Oh, it's coming specifically, for your, for your, your nation. Sp- specifically White Garment That's right. Church. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so confused. Where does this um, nation of Islam come into, come into play, please? Do you know what it is? It's because of the teachings, yeah. Elijah Muhammad, uh, Malcolm, Muhammad Ali, Farrakhan, Khalid Muhammad, all these guys, yeah, to me, said more and did more for black people than typically people in the church. And that's where my love comes from, pretty much. Okay, so do you still believe in Jesus Christ? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Again, this is why, if I'm being honest, I, why I haven't joined the Nation of Islam like formally. Because there's some doctrines... Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah sorry, you broke yeah. up. You broke up. Yeah, um, go on. Yeah, I was saying this is the reason why I haven't joined like Nation of Islam formally. Because like there's some teachings that I don't subscribe to. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of... Um, how they go about doing certain things, like the message of doing for self, all of that stuff resonates with me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel as though the church lacks that. So, you know, I kind of combine. But the thing is, is that, is that, is that allowed? Yeah, I, mean, I hear all that, but, but you yeah. actually want to even go to Chicago and do some pilgrimage. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get, like, do you know I, I get their teachings and what they preach what they stand for in terms of um for the black community yeah. which i also um have an affinity for uh-huh. but best believe i'm not going to go and wear a hijab and go to any and become anything like yeah. I, all right I, all right all right no disrespect no disrespect but i'm just saying i'm not going to go as like yeah but i can still i can still adhere to or have an affinity for what their message is yeah but to go as far as say I'm actually going to Chicago, that's a totally different thing. I um, think also being a Christian, you can like you can do both. Like I can have and still like preach. I guess the whole 
pro-blackness, but yeah, I just exactly. don't. I just I'm just so confused, Iman, because you pop a like this is your thing, no, and I'm just like, ah, did he come? Isn't it, is it not the same thing? I right, watch this, yeah. Would you watch um, Farrakhan speak online? Pardon? Would you watch the minister Sorry, speak? I didn't hear that. Can you hear me? I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not really. Okay. I've seen not... clips and stuff. Okay. Okay. But I'm not like I don't watch him avidly. No. Okay. Cool. Well, to me, to me, yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to be a Muslim. Um, I don't have to um, practice um, the teachings of um, the Nation of Islam, right? For me to actually appreciate what um, the minister says. To me, I believe. I believe, like in my lifetime, there hasn't been anyone more influential than Louis Farrakhan. Why is the, the camera community. on me? <laughs> there hasn't been anyone influential. There hasn't been anyone then... as, as influential as Louis Farrakhan um, to black people in my lifetime. Do you disagree? Okay. I can't. To be honest, he's not been influential to me okay. per se. Okay. Like but so to the black community, um, especially in America, nobody has spoken up um, for black people like um like the minister. <sighs> it's not even close. It's not even close. I, the thing is, I guess because I'm not American, so I, okay. I I can't answer that. Okay. I'll feel like I would need to be in America. I would need to hear from them to say mm. that to confirm that. Okay. I would need an American, a black American, specifically to confirm that. But okay. Okay. I guess I I don't. Again, and I I believe what they stand for. A hundred percent, I'm for it because mm-hmm. I'm definitely for it. Mm-hmm. And I but be, yes, I believe that definitely. Like in terms of like the church, it's definitely yeah been skewed in terms of what they mm-hmm. they like. In terms of speaking to black people specifically, yeah, the church don't do nothing. Um, they don't do nothing. Yeah, for which black I guess it it becomes a broader conversation in terms of religion, and that mm-hmm. well, it kind of I guess brings in the whole keeping black people down and keeping them passive and all that kind of stuff. Because I guess Christianity speaks for love all and everybody, mm-hmm. treat your neighbour as yourself, all that kind of stuff. So that's where all that kind of stuff, I guess that becomes a broader conversation and how that doesn't help us specifically as black people mm-hmm. so i get that kind of conversation yeah and obviously i get that the nation of islam they promote like literally black pride all of that like mm-hmm. but i but i feel like i don't i yeah i'm just confused the way you just push it the way you push it and i'm just like i know did 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 i miss something here and iman <laughs> has converted and he's no longer does not you know, revered Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's no, what I was no. just confused about. No, that hasn't changed. It's just more so like, like, like he was saying, right? The church, to me, hasn't done enough for um, the plight of black people. And I personally, I, I'm not satisfied being a Christian, and that's it. No, I'm black first. I said, I said this before. So my thing is, my teachings and all them type of things have to appeal to black people. And if the church isn't giving me that, it's going to come from somewhere else. That's how God made me. And I think, again, the teachings of um, Farrakhan, Elijah Muhammad, um, even the Black, uh, the Black Panthers, Marcus Garvey, people who weren't necessarily um, like Christian, Christian, because Marcus Garvey was a Catholic, right? Their teachings have, have, have molded me. And so, again, in my lifetime, where, where we have a Farrakhan, right, who to some people, this may seem blasphemous, but to some people, he's like Malcolm, right? If I have an opportunity to see him speak in person, I'm going to take it. And that's basically what it is. So it's not it's not me going there trying to be a member of the nation. I could have done it in Brixton, you know what I'm saying? But it's more so me going there and seeing him speak because he's old. He's old, you know what I'm saying? So, and I don't see him ever come okay. to the UK. Yeah, that's basically what okay. it is. Okay, okay. 
Okay. <laughs> I just I just needed some. I was like, I'm so confused here. But anyway. No, 100%, man. Thank you. Black Jesus all day, man. The hundred percent. All right. Okay. Thank you for your Thanks, call, guys. Christy. Bye. 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 You know what it is, yeah. You see, in life, right, there's certain like unwritten rules in it, mm-hmm. right. So, for example, you can't support two football teams in the same league. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? I can fuck around and cheer for Barcelona if I want to, but I support mm-hmm. Arsenal. I can't support Arsenal and Chelsea, right? Yeah. With religion, you kind of the, unri- the unwritten rule is you got to yeah. pick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't say, for example, I know a lot of Nigerians mm-hmm. who have Muslim and Christian family, mm-hmm. and then they practice both religions. Both, yeah. I had, I had a, <laughs> my one of my cousins was like that. Mm-hmm. His mum was Christian, but my grandfather was Muslim. Yeah. So he mm-hmm. kind of like done yeah. both. Yeah. That's bare Nigerian. Pandering thing. Yeah. And he wasn't even doing it because I, I believe that. It was for self. I think he was just pandering to both parties, parties mm-hmm. of the family, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what people might be confused about with you because you kind of... Pr- yeah. I wouldn't say you practice two religions because mm. I don't see Nation of Islam as a religion per se. Okay. Right? So, But I feel like you, you're a Christian mm-hmm. but you're also very much intrigued yeah. and you find some type of common mm-hmm. ground yeah. with... The teachings of the nation. 100%. Yeah. And, and funny fact as well, Marcus Garvey, a lot of Marcus Garvey's teachings, again, who was Christian but Catholic, right? Yeah. Um, inspired Elijah Muhammad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Christians, we can inspire Muslims. Muslims can inspire um, Christians. Yeah. But again, my whole thing is, how do we get black people back to where they were made to be? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes the church is failing. It's been this way for, for centuries. Mm. There's been times where the church has um, been influential in the world, but, but there's been times where the church has been silent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So to me, in the 19th, well, 20th century, um, church wasn't doing anything, man. It wasn't mm. doing anything. And, and black people needed something. You know what I'm saying? And it just so happens that Elijah came along, you mm. know what I'm saying, and gave people um, that, that pride they needed. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to rely on the white man for anything. Do it for self. You're more than capable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what even the residents for me. And still does. Okay, okay, okay. That's how I see it. If you can bring back some some bean pies though. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Right. Well, let's get back to the headlines. Right. So um I'll start again. Right. But, um Alex Baldwin, yeah, again, was on the phone during the firearms training for a movie where he fatally shot a cinematographer on set. And that's the reason why he's been charged with um, involuntary manslaughter. So Santa Fe's district attorney's office accused the actor of many instances of extremely reckless acts. Helena Hutchins died on the set of Rust in New Mexico after Mr. Baldwin allegedly fired a prop gun. The film's armorer has also been charged with involuntary manslaughter. The documents released on Tuesday detail the charges, right, which were first announced on the 19th of January. And they portray um, a chaotic set with a reckless approach to gun safety. Apparently, Mr. Baldwin was distracted talking to family members on his mobile phone during the training on how to operate the prop gun. And um, this is um, brought forward to, to, to the people in a, in a statement written by Robert Schilling, who's a special investigator for the district attorney's office. What he also said was, if Mr. Baldwin had performed mandatory safety checks with the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, um, and not pointed the gun at Hutchins, the tragedy obviously would not have occurred. He said that this reckless deviation from known standards and practice and protocol directly caused the fatal shooting. Baldwin knew the first rule of gun safety is to never point a gun at someone you don't intend on shooting. The charging document outlines at least a dozen act, um, acts of omissions of recklessness leading up to the shooting, including 
not using a replica firearm for an unscheduled rehearsal, letting the armorer leave the set against protocol, deviating from the practice of only using the gun, sorry, only receiving the gun from the armorer, right? Not dealing with safety complaints on set, not performing required safety checks with the armorer who was hired without adequate certification. All of these things they failed okay. like to do, you know what I'm saying? And so, again, the lawyers for Mr. Baldwin and Mr. Gut- Ms. Gutierrez-Reed have said they intend to fight the charges in court. If found guilty, Mr. Baldwin and Ms. Gutierrez-Reed could face up to 18 months in prison and a $5,000 fine. So, yeah. Do we feel like 18 months is a short sentence for yeah, this? Seems very short. I'm thinking, rah, he's going to do that <laughs> and come out saying? smiling. Not mm-hmm. smiling, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, if I'm assuming it's going to go how things normally go, he won't do the full 18 months. Mm. He'll do half the time. Yeah. Pay a £5,000 fine, which is nothing to him. Mm-hmm. And be back in Hollywood. And be back in Hollywood, yeah. yeah. But I don't know how I feel about this, though. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if I'm like for or against him, mm. per se, whether or not I feel like this is his fault. Yeah. Um, even after reading this or hearing you read this out, I'm like, hmm, whose fault is this? Is this his fault or is this his the the armorer and the producer and the people mm-hmm. in control of the of the set and the props and stuff, but I guess like in in a normal place of work, yeah, yeah. Say you wasn't paying attention to training, yeah, or you came into work, signed your name that you attended the training, yeah, you didn't right, and you went and drove a forklift into somebody, yeah, like you're gonna get sacked and you're definitely gonna get manslaughter, surely, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's a bit different though, okay, because you're in control of this forklift. You went to the yeah. forklift, you sat in the seat and you drove it. Yeah. That gun was presented to him as a prop gun. Yeah, but but it I don't think it came from the armorer. And that's one of the um issues. They're okay. saying uh one of the safety things was that where is it? Where is it? Deviating from the practice of only receiving the gun from the armorer. Mm. So the armor that's why the armor's in trouble too, because somebody must have just randomly gave him okay, the gun. Okay, okay, so the negligence here was Someone, whoever, is it someone, is it been named the person? No, nah, we don't know. So that. someone gave him the gun that wasn't the armorer. Or he may have just picked it up. Picked it up. Yeah. Okay, cool. If he didn't follow the correct protocols mm-hmm. and just picked up a gun. <laughs> Prop gun, yeah, granted, but pick, still. Picked up a gun, but again, mm-hmm. you know what it is? He's picking up this gun under the guise that it's a prop gun. Yes. Whether he picked it up or was yeah. given to him, innit? Yeah, true. So in his mind, there's no real guns or bullets on this set. Yeah, 100%. So no matter what I do, I could put the gun to someone's head and... Bl- Pull the trigger. Yeah. It's a fake gun in yeah. his mind. Yeah. So can I blame how much is that? How much of that has been taken into in, into account? That he his intentions, I know intentions are mm. fleeting here, but his intentions were to shoot a prop gun. Yeah. Whoever put that gun down on that table with the live ammunition mm. is responsible. No? Yeah. Because why because why why is there live rounds in this gun? Like, that's the real question here, isn't it? This is a movie set. This isn't mm. the army. Yeah? yeah? Why were there live rounds? Unless live rounds were a part of the movie, mm. but just using a different capacity. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Or unless it was even a mistake by the armorer or whoever who even loaded the gun to put the bullets in. But, like, yeah. how how far does the mistake go? Yeah, exactly. What was the object of the, of the mistake? But, but, did, you, but, did you take bullets out of uh, the wrong box or... Did you get the wrong delivery of the bullets? Like, why were there real mm. bullets in the gun? True. On the movie set? True, 100%. You know what I mean? So I think that's, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy one. It's a crazy one. 
Um, all right, so the next headline is basically about the Royal Navy, right? And they have ordered an urgent investigation amid claims that workers on a Trident nuclear-armed submarine fixed broken bolts in the vessel's reactor chamber using glue. Okay. Right? <laughs> the faulty repairs on the cooling pipes aboard the HMS Vanguard were found after one of the bolts fell off during an inspection. The bolt, the bolt heads originally came off during over-tightening, right? But rather than replacing the damaged shafts, Stafford, the defense contractor, implemented a quick fix and actually just glued them on, right? So the engineers at the contractor reported it as a procedural glitch after the pro problem was found, but did not mention the botched nature of the repair. Uh, a Navy source told the newspaper, The Sun, that it's a disgrace. You can't cut corners with nuclear um, standards are standards. Nuclear standards are never compromised. The glued bolts held um, ins insulation in place on the coolant pipes in the nuclear reactor and were found just as workers were set to fire it up to full power for the first time. And investigators will troll records of repairs to find out when the botch botched um, work occurred and who was ultimately responsible. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm telling you. How are you, how are you repairing a, a missile with glue? <laughs> Fucking paper mache. What is this, arts and crafts? <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And the last headline is basically about striking, man. And action by teachers, civil servants, border force staff, and train drivers are to go ahead um, with ministers accused of stonewalling. So up to half a million workers will go on strike on Wednesday with thousands of schools shut, rail lines closed down, and significant border disruption. As the union said, negotiations on ending strikes were going backwards. Ministers have been accused of hoodwinking the public and freezing any moves towards a settlement with NHS workers and rail unions. Government sources privately conceded that optimism at the beginning of the month about bringing an end to strike action had faded. The coordinated series of strikes involves teachers, civil servants, border force, staff and train drivers, with the government telling people to brace for significant disruption. And thousands of schools in England and Wales will be closed or partly closed when up to 200,000 members of the National Education Union take strike action in pursuit of a fully funded above inflation pay rise. Okay. That's the ended headlines. All right. Thanks for that. Now let's get into the words on the roads. All right, people. Obviously, I don't look like Esther, <laughs> but Esther, I hope we do you justice. But I just want to give um, a bit of information, yeah? Because um, basically, yesterday we reported on Tyree Nichols, um, the young man who was killed by these stupid, um, racist, animalistic, um, white-grown black cops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And um, basically, one of the rumors were that he was sleeping with um, one of the cops' wives. I heard that rumor, yeah. Yeah. And so basically, the stepdad has come out and basically said he was not having a relationship with the wife of one of the Memphis police officers involved in a brutal beating, right? Um, he was actually on the news, I believe it was Fox, when they spoke about it. He denied the scandalous accusation. And this is what he said. He said, my son was not messing around with one of the officer's wives. That's just a rumor. And um, yeah, man, he's tried to dispel it. And obviously, tried to put that to, dead because, um, to death because obviously people um, are basically saying, not that they're justifying it, yeah. but they're, they're like, oh, the beating was personal. It looked like there was yeah. something there. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like, what did he do to kind yeah. of justify this type of thing? Yeah. And obviously, he's like, no, nah, this is just... I've missed, I've missed this story a little bit. I've been, my head's been in the clouds, but what was the reason for the stop? Um, or the initial confrontation? 
apparently it was just a, tra- a traffic violation. Okay. I'm not too sure about the nature of what he did wrong. Maybe it was over speeding or whatever yeah. it may be. Um, but yeah, apparently it was just a, a traffic um, violation. They stopped him, got into a situation. I believe they stopped him a couple of times, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And yeah, it just resulted in five of them beating him. Okay, no. Ridiculous. And two other white people, uh, white police officers were there as well. They went on film though, mm. but they were apparently tasering him. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I did this. But <laughs> yeah, tasering him. <laughs> um, That's yeah. sick. Horrible, sick horrible. Sick derangement. But what makes it even worse, right, is, um, the, and this was actually um, told to me by Christy. So mm. big up Christy again. Um, the Memphis police chief, right, tasked with investigating this murder was fired from a previous job with um, the Atlanta Police Department over a child porn scandal. Damn it, man. So all these, these people yeah. are just caught up in, in nonsense, basically. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Her name's Seralyn C.J. Davis, right? And she was kicked out of the Atlanta Police Department in 2008 for her role in the botched investigation of Sergeant Tonya Crane's husband, Terrell Marion Crane, who later turned out to be guilty. Apparently, two detectives on the case accused her, the, the chief, who was a deputy chief at the time, mm. right, of urging them not to dig into the claims against this guy, against Crane, right, yeah. after the unit received pictures of him with underaged middle school, middle school girls. He obviously came out, uh, pled guilty to one count of producing child pornography after the FBI took the, took on the case. And then the blame then shifted onto her for trying to turn a blind eye to this. So she knew about the pornography within okay, their okay. situation yeah. and let it go. In addition to that, right, she's also part of um, this special investigative union, uh, yeah. unit, pardon me, mm-hmm. by the name of Scorpion, right? Okay. And this this was the unit that was behind Ty- Tyree Nichols' killing, right? And apparently, obviously now they're going to um, disband it, apparently. But obviously, in the beginning, they were trying not to disband it. Mm. And I just want to give a bit more information on this particular um, unit. So um, apparently, they're an all-black unit, right? That was built to make arrests stealthily without the extra scrutiny white cops might get. Okay. This is this is what they're there for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So apparently beating him was not the rule. Sorry, it was the rule and not the exception. This is what they do. And this woman's behind yeah. it. The same woman that knew about child pornography, saying yeah. she left, um, got yeah. sacked rather yeah. from Atlanta, came over to where um to Memphis, yeah, set up you um Scorpion, yeah, and start killing people. So basically, send black officers out to do the white man's dirty Thank work you very much. so that the it, it won't be Yes. Painted as being racist. Exactly. And sometimes it won't even come out because yeah. who will listen to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This this is this this is the nonsense that's going on. Um also she was involved in um when she was part of the Red Dog unit, right? Yeah. In uh, Atlanta. Um apparently they were known also for harassing, beating, robbing, and killing black citizens in Atlanta, right? Including the murder and planting of evidence on a ninety two year old woman by the name of Catherine Johnston during a false warrant, no-knock raid. That's what they do. Oh. They fatally shot her at home. This is, this is real-life fucking training day. I'm telling you. Corrupt I'm cops. telling you. It's what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Apparently... Abusing um, their power. Yeah. They What did they do? They fatally shot her at home during the execution of a search warrant obtained yeah. by the defendants yeah. based upon false information yeah. in 2006, yeah. right? After killing her, though, they mm. planted marijuana in her home. Um. That's what they did, yep. It's quite as kept, maybe not as quite as kept, but police officers get away with fuck a lot of shit Tell me. that we Tell don't know me. about, by the way. Like, it's, it's, yeah, hundred percent. When you're in a position of power, yeah, you can do a lot. Yeah, 
hundred percent. A lot, of it, a lot of it, most of it doesn't even come to the public. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know about this stuff. Like, hundred percent, insane, bro. Hundred percent. Just yesterday, we were talking about um, the police officer who's been dismissed from the um, from the Met Police. Yeah. Um, she tied up. Sorry, he tied up one of these, one woman basically. Yeah. Tied him up for I don't know how long, maybe a few hours or whatever. Come back, cut her loose, but obviously he's cut her with the knife yeah. as well. It's come out and now he's been uh, dismissed. Mm. The week before, mm. Margs was um, put a bunch of them in, in Dunnet, yeah. I yeah. think 19 of them, innit? Yeah, All yeah. of them white, maybe a few Asians, if I'm not mistaken. This is what they're doing. Yeah. It's only now it's just coming to the forefront, you know what I'm saying? So, Sick. yeah. Anyway, um, hopefully, you know, um, the family gets some form of justice anyway. Yeah. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is Lato. Yeah. Oh, no, nothing about Lato. Yeah, she's a, <laughs> a rapper. Yes. And basically, yeah, people, I don't know um, if they were making fun of her for wearing the same pint. Yeah, the pint, the pint. <laughs> it was the, I saw this, actually. So, Esther, you're lucky I saw this. So, basically, she was, there's two pictures of her wearing the same leopard print. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, <laughs> the same pint. Yeah. And then she came out and had to, well, she felt the need to prove the fact that she has multiple pairs of these Mm-hmm. So she's opened the door saying, I've got one pair, two pair, three pair, four pair, five pair. And apparently she tried to sell them. Yeah. Um, on eBay. On eBay, but they got taken down because you can't sell reused clothes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Basically they said, nope, we're putting health and hygiene first. Yeah. So Lato <laughs> got to take them back, man. Yeah. So yeah. But the thing is, people do wear multiple pairs of underwear. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know I mean, I like, understand. you know, I've got a lot of uh, CK, the, mm. the one with the white band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, black, yeah. the black yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. leg thing. Mm-hmm. I've got bare those. <laughs> exactly. If you see me in those, <laughs> niggas, they ain't my only pair. I don't know I'm looking over there, but... Brent, the camera on me when I'm when I'm making jokes, bro. Sorry, <laughs> fuck, bro. <laughs> I was making jokes, uh, doing banter, and your camera's on email. What's going on? Apologies. Apologies. Sleeping on the job. Sorry. You're Sorry. sleeping on the job, Sorry. man. Sorry. 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 Oh, man. My bad. But yeah, um, yeah that's a situation with Lato. And the last thing I'm talking about is Jason Derulo, man. He's meant to be performing at Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, okay. But he broke his foot. That was it? Yeah, man. But he's come out to say, listen, guys, I'm still be there. That was it? I'm going to buy a performance cane. <laughs> <laughs> a performance cane, you know? Yeah, I'm not too sure if that part is true. I don't know where I got that from. Yeah. <laughs> but, but apparently, um, yeah, he suffered a nasty injury. He's now walking with the cane, though, for real. But he said, look, that's not stopping me. I'm going to be there. I'm gonna be performing, man. So, you know, yeah. Jason Derulo, like he's like he's a black man that the blacks don't take in. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You're, I, I yeah, mean, yeah, and I yeah. think he was on he was on Kick Game actually. They asked him this, and he was like, "Yeah, because of the type of music he makes." Mm. Like I feel like Jason Derulo is always he's not like he's an R and B he's he's a black singer, but he's never grouped he's never grouped with mm-hmm. the other yeah, R and B artists no. or the other black artists. He's always by mm-hmm. himself yeah. on the island. But is is he like a proper like R and B singer? No, nah, he, he he does pop. Yeah, this he is does it. pop. And I think because he's like a unicorn. There's no, I don't think there's any other black American artist mm. who does pop. Yeah, like I can't think like of anyone him, like, like him. Yeah, that big as well. Like a black man. Yeah, I can't think of anyone. But what about the weekend though? What's he, what's he doing now? Nah, weekends on pop. Well, it's pop music, but it's not like this new world is like bubblegum pop. Okay. Mm. Whereas weekend just makes good popular music, music as opposed yeah. to making pop music. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. True. That's true. But yeah, man. I think that's it for the world. That's it. All right, yeah. that's the word on roads. Thank you, Esther, for, for that. <laughs> uh, next, let's get into the People's Journal. All right, people, welcome to the People's Journal. 
but I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. So I'm going to be super quick, right? Um, and this is about... You say that every time, but... Mm-hmm. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to keep to it. Paper Chase. Have you heard of Paper Chase before? Uh, no. I never heard of them either, man. But apparently they're a um, high street stationary brand. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, they've officially entered into administration. Okay, damn it. Yeah. Uh, no buyers are interested. <laughs> no, I'm laughing. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. <laughs> Someone's black. No buyers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No buyers are interested. At the moment, anyway, in acquiring um, their shops and physical assets and stuff. As a result, all the jobs at the moment, anyway, are likely to be lost. So okay. That's a very, obviously, a sad thing, man. Especially yeah. at a time like this, right? But, however, we've heard some speculation, right, that... um there may be some interest in the intellectual property and the company name, right? Okay. And this may be from Tesco. Tesco yeah, the name Paper Chase. Yeah. The name Paper Chase is, is, is a sick name though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. So Tesco apparently are in advanced talks to purchase the Paper Chase brand. It's not like a uh, football deal. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> in advanced talks. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah. Um, yeah, but again, they're not really interested in in the whole, the bricks and mortar, the shops, the physical assets and all that type yeah. of stuff. But more so like the branding. In the IP basically, yeah, and stuff like this. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. But speaking about Tesco, um, also apparently the management um are looking to shake up, um, sh- shake up certain things, right? So yeah, there's gonna be a shake up in the management, I should say. Yeah. And you know the hot um the hot counters and all that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Apparently they're looking to close um a significant amount of them, man. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes, sometimes I succumb. In a rush to grabbing meat from them hot counters, they are trash. <laughs> the most ill-seasoned food you've ever mm. tasted, bro. This is seasoned. This is seasoned by white people. Yes, hundred percent. You can tell. Yeah. Sorry, y'all, but this is fucking shit. <laughs> like man, the avatar Perry Perry chicken. Like, Isn't it? Fam, it's like it's just it's just one Perry, <laughs> not Perry Perry. It's just Perry chicken. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> are you one of those who like? Apparently, allegedly, it's out yeah. there. Isn't it? People eat the chicken in the shop, in it. I told you about that story oh, the other yeah, day. No. Yeah, the guy ate the chicken before he before he put, he ate the chicken. Went to the self checkout. Yeah, left the packet on the counter. He and the woman was like, "Hey, come back, come back." He looked over. He went and carried on walking. I thought this nigga's ballsy. Hey, a, lot, a lot of people do that. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, man. Tesco have announced that they're a plan to shake up management and close the hot counters and the delis and stuff. Man. Yeah, and that's looking to impact approximately two thousand one hundred. Jobs, yeah, man. So again, they it's should, not good, man. And they're gonna close from the twenty sixth of February. They should they should outsource that those spaces to small businesses and mm. let, let small businesses with catering companies come in come. and do like a pop up thing. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, it's a brilliant idea. Yeah, man. paper chase, man. Come. See, but after a link has just appeared in my head. What's that? You just mentioned yeah the delis, how yeah. it's not seasoned. Yeah, it's not for black people. Yeah. Do you believe things happen for a reason? Go on. Yes or no? Wait, I want to know where you're going with this first. The delis are closing on the 26th of February. What's 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 that date mean? Saviour's Day. Move, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is the hey, weakest link I've, I've ever heard in my life. Are you sure? I'm positive, black man. Mm. Master Farad Muhammad. Anyway. <laughs> and the last thing I want to talk about is um, UK inflation, yeah? Apparently, according to analysts, Shop prices have yet to reach their peak, man. Damn. Yes. Despite the record highs seen in January, they're saying it could be higher. Prices are now 8% higher than they were last January, um, up from 7.3% in December and above the three-month average of 7.5%, according to the British Retail Consortium. But I feel like we're, we're used to the new prices now. 
Yeah. Like you, 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 you boom, 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 speak properly. You become acclimatized over time. Facts. So now when I go into Tesco's, I don't, I'm not like, oh, because mm. I'm used to it now, innit? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that we go up even, even. Mm-hmm. Every time it goes higher, then you, you, you're yeah. going to be looking at me. But mm-hmm. the prices that have been this way for the past few months, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm used to it now. Even petrol prices, I'm used to it now. It's a goddamn shame. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. Yeah, apparently, overall food inflation rose to 13.8% from 13.3% in December, which is the highest inflation rate in the category on record. Damn it, man. Yeah, man. But yes, that's it for the People's Journal. All right, next we're getting into one of two segments. I'm not sure which one's which, but let's go to the rotation. Let's do it. All right, welcome to the rotation. I'm going to be quick. And quick for real, because there, there hasn't been much hasn't been much happening lately in terms of like new releases, but I've got a few bits of music, tidbits I want to discuss. The first one, I just want to get you guys' thoughts on this, right? So uh, you guys know who Jafar Jackson is? No. Jafar. Jafar Jackson is the son of Jermaine Jackson. Okay. Yeah. And he is going to play his uncle, mm. Michael Jackson, in a new biopic. Oh, serious? Yeah. Is he like same complexion? Um, as which which Michael we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> talking about Michael pre off the wall or Michael bad onwards? Yeah, bad onwards. He is the complexion. Hold on, why would you assume that he's a complexion of of bad Michael? I don't know, man, because he's playing his uncle. <laughs> yeah, know. and yeah, to us, uh, he's playing his uncle at a certain age. And if okay. he and if oh, he was okay, to play, okay. if he was to play bad Michael onwards, I guess they can do makeup. makeup. True, but you know, he he has he's mm. he's black. You remember, um, are they called T3? Is it T3? T, is it Free T? Free T. Free T. Free T, yeah. Th- those were Tito's sons. Oh, oh, were they all um, Tito's sons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought they were like. Yeah. You know what? Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test your blackness, black man. Mm. Name me all the Jackson siblings. Oh, I can't do that, you know. <laughs> try. Try. Um, okay, Mike. Yeah. Janet. Yeah. Jermaine. Yeah. Tito. Yeah. Um, um, Brent, Latoya. camera on E-Man, please. <laughs> what is going on? I'm not going to lie, you've been on your phone the whole I'm, day. What's I'm, happening? I'm, What's going on, man? I'm leaving just now, so I'm wondering, <clears throat> did E-Man forget? No. Don't okay. worry, but you're going to give me the thing, innit? All right. No, but who are you texting? You've been texting this whole episode. I'll let you know afterwards. Oh, is it? Is it? Oh, is it? Is it? I'll let you know afterwards. Okay. Y'all broke, man. We out of here. <laughs> the check clears. <laughs> we out of here. <laughs> Sorry, go, go. Uh, Latoya. <laughs> uh, that's what I can think of, you know. Randy. Okay. That's it. You missed out Reby Jackson. Re- Who the hell is Reby? Reby Jackson is the oldest sibling. Serious? Yeah, she's the, she's the oldest. Oh, wow. So you got you got Reby, mm-hmm. Latoya. Uh-huh. This is not in order. Okay. Reby, Latoya, Janet, mm-hmm. Michael, cool. Randy, Marlon, mm. Jermaine, Jackie. Yes. Did I say Marlon? Yeah. Also, yeah. here's, here's, a, here's a, a tidbit for you. Mm. Marlon was a twin. Oh, serious? His twin was called Brandon. Oh, serious? But he okay. passed away at birth. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's better then, bro. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Jackson documentary is coming soon. I hope this documentary is in the same vein as... The new edition documentary, mm. and not in the same vein as the one that Flex done. I'm not sure you've seen that one. You no know Flex from from One One. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's one of the worst thing I've ever seen. That one was shit. Oh my god, that one was shit. So I'm hoping that this documentary is in the same vein. I'm not sure who's doing it. I'm not sure mm. if it's BT, Paramount, Universal, Lifetime. I'm not sure who's doing this. VH1. 
Uh, but I will let you guys know when I know. Yeah. Um, I said some homework, but I'm not sure if it's been done. And because no one's, not no one's here, but everyone's yeah. not here. Have, uh, have you got, got yours? I'll, I'll wait for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So basically, I've asked everyone to make a list of the 10 albums that they'll listen to if they could only listen to 10 albums for their life. But as Eman and um, Margs, not Eman, sorry, Esther and Margs aren't here, we'll do that one another time. Uh, what else do I have music-wise? Um, again, releases-wise, I haven't listened to new music, so I'm just going off like news and stuff. You guys seen the Ardi conversation? How he's, he said that he basically had to get acceptance from the urban community before he was able to, um, you know, achieve some level of success in the industry. As he should. Do you, do you agree that as a white artist, mm -hmm. to flourish within an urban scene, you have mm -hmm. to have the acceptance of black people? Or can you as a white artist flourish as a white artist? Because let's be honest, mm -hmm. a lot of the consumers who buy music, yep. who go to concerts, are white. Those who have like buying power. So do you feel like, a white artist, say an RD, say an H, they necessarily have to crack the black vote first or can they bust through with just the white vote? I think they could do it without, with just the white vote. But I do think there is some validation they need from the blacks. Yeah. 100%. I think just doing a feature with someone like a Gigs or somebody like that is like, okay, cool. Yeah. He's been, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he got the thumbs up. So it street definitely cred, helps. It? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, it helps the street career. It helps yeah. with a certain level of respect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But in terms of and all, which all play a part in you yeah. making money and being the artist that you are in it. Exactly. Um, but people are saying that H has never said anything like Adi. Like mm. H is not basically crying the same, mm. the same thing in it. So he's getting a bit of a backlash for it. Mm. Um, but he's. I think I, I don't think he said anything wrong. I think he's being honest. But yeah. I feel like there's certain things you just don't say. I think yeah. that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Like certain things are understood. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be said. Yeah. I think that's probably where his backlash is coming from. Mm -hmm. um, I told you I'd be quick. What else do I have for you guys? Um, that's about it, you know. Nothing nothing new's come out. Lil Yachty had an album that come out. I tried to listen to it because people people are saying that this album is sick. This album is his best work. He's pushing the boundaries. Da, 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 da. And I downloaded it. I pressed play on track one. I got distracted. Didn't come back to it. So I'm going to speak about Lil Yachty's album soon. Um, apart from that, guys, I'm sorry to disappoint you. There isn't much happening right now. Um, so that's it. That's it for the rotation. Now mm -hmm. let's get into Wellness Wednesdays. Let's do it. All right, people. So obviously we haven't had Wellness Wednesday for a while, but I thought, you know, we need to bring it back, man. Um, and hopefully this, these quotes resonate with the people. Um, so yeah, let me just... Go straight in. First one. Don't ever make decisions based on fear. Make decisions based on hope and possibility. Make decisions based on what should happen, not what shouldn't. Again. I feel like singing, boy. <laughs> Harmonizing. Go on. <laughs> Don't ever make decisions based on fear. Black King, look at you. <laughs> Over there looking all dark and shit. Make decisions. <laughs> No, the music, you know what I mean? Like, the music doing something to me. <laughs> Make decisions based on hope and possibility. Go off, sir. Make decisions based on what should happen, not what shouldn't. That's actually by Michelle Obama. Um, next one is, we will all, at some point, encounter hurdles 
to gaining access and entry, moving up and conquering self-doubt. But on the other side is the capacity to own opportunity and tell your own story. We will all at some point encounter hurdles to gaining access and entry, moving up and conquering self-doubt. But on the other side is the capacity to own opportunity and tell your own story. That's by Stacey Abrams. Nah, this, Brent, where's this beat from? This beat is, oh, it's, doing something, it's doing something to my soul, bruv. <laughs> the next one is by a legendary woman by the name of Angela Davis. Um, and she said, I don't think we have any alternative other than remaining optimistic. Optimism is an absolute necessity, even if, even if it's only optimism of the will and pessimism of the intellect. I don't think we have any alternative other than remaining optimistic. Optimism is an absolute necessity, even if it's only optimism of the will and pessimism of the intellect. And the last one, just be what you are. And I try to be my best self and be what I am and knowing what I am and be satisfied with that. And if people don't know it, maybe they'll eventually know it. Just be what you are. And I try to be my best self and be what I am and knowing what I am and be satisfied with that. And if people don't know it, maybe they'll eventually know it. And that's by Coretta Scott King. Can I, can I request, can I, read, can I read some of these out one day, man? <laughs> Come on, man. Let me, let, me, let, me get, let me get in on this. Let me get in on this, bruv. Like, read it to the beat and ride mm. the tempo. You know what I'm trying to say? 100%. You know what? Run you you, you want to do one, yeah? Run it, run it, run Listen up, guys. This is Wellness Wednesdays. What's the beat? Let's go, let's go. Run it back, run it back. Hmm. Oh, what the? <laughs> I just want to sing to this. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. Don't ever make decisions based on fear. <laughs> Make decisions based on hope and possibility. Yeah. <laughs> Make decisions based on what should happen, not what shouldn't. Mm. Michelle Obama's. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie. Can I? Can I be a? Can I be a permanent <laughs> Wellness Wednesday co-host? We, we, we can Most do back to back. You do one, I do one. I do ad libs. Yes. Sing along with that. That's right. I don't wanna know. No, <laughs> 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 All right. That was Wellness Wednesdays, guys. Let's get into some more headlines. All right, people, man. And this is a, a very sad story here, man. Trigger warning here. And um, police have come out and said that a four-year-old girl has died in a dog attack in Milton Keynes. Officers were called by an ambulance service just after 1700 GMT on Tuesday to report that a dog had attacked a child in the back garden of a property in Broadlands in Neverfield. Shortly afterwards, it was confirmed that a child had died at the property. Police have called it a tragic um, incident. No arrests have been made and the dog has been humanely destroyed. Superintendent Matt Bullivant of Thames Valley Police said, I understand how much of an impact this will have on the community and on the wider public, and people can expect to see a large police presence in the area this evening and beyond 
while our investigation continues. I would like to reassure people that there is no reason to believe there's any danger to the wider public at this time. Anyone with concerns should feel free to approach our officers and ask questions. But I urge people not to speculate about the circumstances, especially on social media platforms. The fool said that no one else was hurt in the incident and that the child's family are being supported by officers. And the next headline, um, again, trigger warning here. And this is about these unruly um, firefighters, man. Apparently, male firefighters um, allegedly took explicit pictures and made comments about the type of underwear women were wearing. And these are, these are dead people, Okay. by the way. So police have been alerted amid claims that firefighters at Dorset and Wiltshire Fire Service allegedly photographed dead bodies of women at the scene of car accidents. ITV News reported that images were shared on a WhatsApp group in which male firefighters allegedly made degrading comments about the victims. In an interview clip on the ITV News website, a female firefighter at the service said, there's explicit pictures, there's photos of accidents, sometimes you can even see the dead body in the accident. Retrieving the body of someone dead should tear you apart, not make you want to take photos of it, just to joke about it later, because that's someone's loved one, isn't it? That's someone's relative. I've seen people say comments about the type of underwear the women are wearing in the car crash. It disgusts me that I have to work alongside people like this. People aren't in the job for the right reasons. I think they're just power hungry and they get off on it. The CFO of Dorset and Wiltshire Fire and Rescue, Ben Ansell, said in a statement that the police have been alerted as allegations of criminal behaviour are also involved. The service is commissioning an independent investigation into the claims during which all female staff will have the opportunity to speak to an independent organisation. They've also set up a confidential helpline which staff can ring with any immediate issues as a result of these allegations. And the last headline is definitely a done out air candidate, uh, but obviously Mark's not here. And yeah, let me just get into it. So basically, um, a 63-year-old woman was awarded a million dollars by an Oregon um, jury after a gas station attendant refused her service because she was black. Yes. And her lawyer basically said that she came out and said she feels vindicated. So Rose Wakefield of Portland sued Jackson's Food Stores after stopping at one of the company's locations in March of 2020 in Beaverton, where she continued to wait for service while an attendant pumped gas for white companies customers who had arrived after her and just for um, obviously general knowledge right Oregon and New Jersey are the only two states in which it is illegal in most areas for drivers to pump their own gas this is the reason why she was waiting okay so after complaining and being held by another attendant she asked the first person why she had had to wait and was told I don't serve black people Greg Caffrey representing Miss Wakefield Wakefield pardon me during the four-day civil trial last week in Multnomah um, County and spoke on Saturday and the New York Times, sorry, spoke on Saturday with the New York Times after a jury awarded his client a million dollars, including $550,000 in punitive damages. He said that this company deserved to be publicly humiliated just as they publicly humiliated my client by calling her a liar in court for four days when she had been telling the truth. I went to a gas station to get gas and service and I, and I wasn't served. I was um, actually actually humiliated and disrespected. This is what Miss Wakeford is t telling um, KGW. And she said, I was like, what world am I living in? This is not supposed to go down like this. It was terrible, terrible confrontation between me and this guy. Um, Corey Jackson, who's the president of Jackson's Food Stores, said in an email to the Times that there was zero tolerance policy against discrimination and said the company agreed. I'm um, sorry, I said the company disagreed with the verdict. 
So yeah, I guess they're still saying that he's lying. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, man, that's it. All right. Thank you, bro. All right, let's get into the reaction. Reaction, Brent. Reaction. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. We, we spoke about a lot yeah, of this before yeah, exactly. at the start of the show, so I'm not going to bore you guys. So quick run through the headlines. Yep. Newcastle, Carabao Cup final against Man United. Chelsea signed Fernandez at a British, British record deal of 106 million. May United signed Sabitza, as we spoke about earlier. And last but not least, LeBron James is moving closer, to be fair, into um, beating Kareem's record. Yeah. He's 119 points away, I think. Don't quote me on that figure. But he also moved into fourth in assists all time. Mm-hmm. For a player to be number one in scoring mm. and number four in assists is crazy. crazy. And I looked at the numbers this morning. I don't feel like, depends how long he plays, I don't feel like he would, I don't feel like he's going to re- rise much more in assists. Okay. Chris Paul's ahead of him by about, I think the gap is like, oh, it's over a thousand okay. assists. So I don't feel like yeah. he's going to catch Chris Paul. Mm. So I feel like LeBron will stay fourth in assists, but he's going to be first in, in scoring. And that's, that's, that's an incredible feat. It's crazy. Incredible feat, incredible feat. But yeah, that's it for the sports. Um, let's get into the outro, shall we? Outro. Oh, okay. First of all, outro, guys. Let's, let's let's see how I can do it. All right. Thank you for an amazing show. Thank you for the host. Thank you to the guests. Guest number one, be brilliant. Guest number two, you've been even better. <laughs> Eman, great job. Brent, wake up. <laughs> you've been sleeping on the job all day, guys. Did, did you like the video? Mm. Did you like the video? We didn't ask during the show. Did you like the video, Brent? What's, what's, what's the likes saying? The likes are not 112. high. One twelve. This ain't the group. This ain't. <laughs> like up the ting, man. Like a top, brother. Straight. Like a top, straight. Know what I mean? But yeah, thank you. It's been a great show. What else? What's that? Join the community. Join the community, man. It's a bit dry in there, though. We need to spice it. Again, this community was supposed to be. Spice it up. It will be. Spice it. Once it is that we start doing our. Look like tumbleweeds. Tumbleweed in there, bro. Everything that we will be announcing will be in there. No, I'm playing, I'm playing, playing. Yeah, it was made for a purpose. The purpose hasn't started yet. Alright, cool. Yeah, join the community. If you've got suggestions for topic of the day, for sis, what we do. For uh, done out here, yeah. for even whatever headlines, yeah. send them in. Um, also, if you want to call in, the number is on the screen. I don't have to read it to you. Yeah. Um, what else do we say in the outro? Uh, that's pretty much it. What's that? Bye. Bye. Oh, also, also, um, definitely join the community because there's a topic that I want to introduce here. That's mainly going to be, um, I guess, the men in here talking in it. But I want to hear from the women. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to throw the question in there, and I want the women to contribute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so yeah, please join the community. Join the thing, man. Join the thing. We'll be out. Peace. Peace. Peace.